and welcome to episode 185 of Outlandish Podcast. I'm your host, Matt. With me, I have my two co-hosts, Justin. <laughs> Fuck you. Oh, Jeremy. Hi, I'm Jeremy. Oh, no, actually, that's our special guest, Mr. Josh Augustine from PC Gamer Magazine. <laughs> that was my reaction, too. Yeah, that's really hilarious that I'm here. I'm not Jeremy. I'm going to laugh. Oh, there you go. You can hit the toothbrush one. <laughs> we have such a wide uh, range of audience here. Yeah. Uh, so, since we don't have Jeremy here, we're not really going to cover WoW that much. Woo! Uh, we're we, free. <laughs> I say this should mark a new beginning where we don't cover it. Where we don't cover it? <laughs> well, that would be a shock to Jeremy. We're not even going to... I have, don't know. If we're not going to have Jeremy right next week either, because he's not going to... No. I forgot about that. Jeremy's actually dead? I'm sorry. To yeah, have, well... Break this well, he is on a cruise... Oh. And uh, as I talked about well, last week, you never know. A, a I mean, cruising for a bruising? Well, it's like international waters out there, so things can go down on a cruise, oh, yeah. and then the only people that are responsible are the people that run the cruise line, and of course they're not going to give a fuck. So. We, we talked about this with some co-workers, and uh, <laughs> Justin has this real, like, that's his one fear of like the cruise. I've heard stuff, man. Like this, Wait, for real? His wife went, went missing because she like fell out over the edge of the water, but the cruise line like tried to cover it up, but because it's not, it's not covered by any particular country's laws necessarily, right. they don't necessarily have to investigate Is it, it like a unified? I mean, like, is it like just what every country around it has in common or something so that's what the rules are yeah, no it has to be like the base of origin right like if it's carnival if carnival's it's like very muddy it's very muddy that's but i say i think the problem is was that a carnival cruise line or was that like that cruise line that's been getting yeah, barnival, on like barnival <laughs> the cheap knockoff ba- barn animals <laughs> carny cruises <laughs> it's like a noah's ark Carnival. I can imagine the Carney cruises. You go up like, oh, let's go see the the captain's deck. You go up there and it's just some like dirty gypsy guy, and he's like, hey guys, hey, don't knock the gypsies, man. I mean, they, yeah, they can they, be clean. Yeah, there's some clean gypsies out there. I'm just saying, you know, there's some dirty guy it. smoking a cigarette, and he's like, you guys having fun? You want to go faster? <laughs> <laughs> you know, next thing you know, you start shrinking and shrinking and shrinking and getting thinner and thinner and thinner until you're just skeletons and you're dead. <sighs> I feel bad that I know that you're referencing that Thinner? Th- thinner, yeah. No, I'm referencing the book. I, I read that book. Yeah, definitely. No. Did they make a movie out of it? Yes. Yes. And it had some guy. I don't know who it is. So, it was irrelevant. Feel All free right. to interject at any time. Yeah, Josh. We don't really stop. Yeah. We kind of stop um, each other. So, Josh, you're going to be doing the... Stop. Uh, Hold on. Uh, I want to make an announcement. Okay. <laughs> I'm going on a cruise. Oh, are you? Are you really going on a cruise? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what do you? What? What? What cruise? I was going? making that stuff up. Don't. You yeah. don't want to. Don't listen to me. I'm Which gonna make Justin fine? come with me as kind of insurance <laughs> to make sure that none of his gypsy well, people come ambush me. You'll have to bring him along for like a like a stipulation contract or something. That just, oh, there you you'll go. have to get the captain to sign it and like the. Law yeah. offices of the Carnival Cruise Line or if whatever no, cruise line. If nothing on. else, if they try and kidnap me, I, I can try and bargain Justin's life for my own. Like, I have him in a trunk in the back. Like, don't <laughs> worry. He's way more scared, scared of you guys than so, me. It's are are you really serious now? Are you really serious? Are you going on a cruise? I may go on a cruise sometime. <laughs> I mean, it's possible. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> You've been on All one right. before because I heard you mention offhandedly earlier today, didn't you? I do something. offhandedly mention, oh, I've been on cruises <laughs> many times. What was in reference yeah. to something we were talking about? Yeah, I've, I've actually been on, I've probably been on like four cruises. I've been quite fortunate. 
Whose rape case begins? This is a March 14, 2011. Bermuda press. <laughs> a year ago. Bermuda well, press tries to conceal connection to Princess Cruises. Well, ho- hold on. There's a court case, so charges are being pressed. Yeah, yeah. So of course it's not innocent, some lawless wild you know, west. What happened with the you know innocent until proven guilty, Justin? Innocent until proven guilty. Just saying. Yeah. And the so the mermaid didn't want it. So she what? You're just gonna like be that. so what? You're just gonna be scared to walk like anywhere where rape can happen. I you mean, know, you're gonna be January twenty fourth. 2012 uh, article international law too easy on cruise lines. Wow. I, well, now yeah, that uh, that opinion column yeah, is really convincing. Look, I'm telling you, I saw an article. I don't remember where it was. Was uh-huh. it was it Wikipedia? No. <laughs> Maybe the the Drudge Report. <laughs> All right, so Josh, you're going to be yeah. doing this uh, Miss of Pandaria. They're going to go on this press tour. Now, do they, I, when they say they're going on, I mean, have, this is this the first time they've done a press tour. No, they've done a couple before. Now, do yeah. they actually tour? No, it's more of like everybody <laughs> tours to them. Oh, okay. Yeah, so everyone has to travel down to Blizzard. Um, it's usually the press tours are usually the ones where they bring in all the international folks oh, okay. as well. Okay. Because um, they do single events every now well, and see, then. But well, wait, what? Uh, well, how does that? Uh, you wouldn't really know. Well, I don't know. Ask me. Know. I bet I know. Well, what how kind would, of insult is that? How would that work with like? Why don't they just bring like the European people to the European offices? And show them whatever, and then... My guess they? is that they don't want builds leaving the building. Oh, okay. Because okay. that's how a lot well, of games are. They could just remote are. in, right, or something like that? No, nah, dude, because then you're open to hacks. Oh, yeah, no, I guess so. some games are, are crazy about that, like mm-hmm. uh, Valve, um, or maybe it's it. I can't remember one of them. We had to review something for PC Gamer early, and the only way they would let us sing it, or see it, not sing it, that would be impressive <laughs> if we could sing it, too. They had two employees Half-Life carry two, the, the computer to our office, take wow. it in a locked room, stand there the entire time watching us on it, and then disassemble it and take it well, afterwards. I mean, it was probably it was probably Valve after you know what happened with Half Life Two. That's true. Yeah, can't blame so, them for being a little well, sensitive. Yeah, yeah there. you really can't. <laughs> Nintendo's apparently like that too. Yeah, actually, uh, well, I'm probably not allowed to say that. <laughs> well, I don't, yeah. you, I don't think you don't really have to worry about Nintendo coming at you because, as far as I know, they don't make any PC games. Well, so. no, Nintendo Power is another one of the magazines at our company. Oh, okay, it's okay, official okay, Nintendo okay, magazine, okay, yeah. so we work with them. I, I can't say. I didn't even know Nintendo Power still existed. Yeah, dude. I thought that faded away with like the Nintendo 64 or something. No. So good. I, I love it? that magazine. Yeah, I still have, have my art. all my Super NES magazines, Nintendo and Super NES magazines, but. I didn't. Even, I really didn't know it still existed. I can get you copies. Does the Nintendo Power? The, does the the Power Line? Does that still exist? I don't know what that is. Yeah, you can call in for tips. Oh no, I'm sure that does not exist. I think the internet faded that one yeah. away real quick. <laughs> yeah. Might be just like the EIC's cell phone. Just like call them <laughs> yeah. up. Uh, so I, so you're gonna go out there then, right? Yeah. So I'm going out to Blizzard. It's next week. It's like on the 15th or 16th. Okay. I feel like for some odd reason, like we're like an old radio. You're gonna be where? What club are you gonna be at? Yeah. All right, check on check on Josh down at Santa Monica Beer. Yeah, it's gonna be uh, open bar all night. <laughs> it sounds more like uh, like one of those uh, radio DJs. We're like we're we're down we're broadcasting down here at the PetSmart this afternoon on oh, Z100, the zoo, cute puppies. What? <laughs> <laughs> We don't really have for that. Yeah, we don't really have like a. I need an ele- I need an elephant yeah, yeah. screaming. <laughs> I don't. No, that's uh, rocket. It's kind of yeah, like a puppy. Yeah, yeah that's, that's a terrible sound. Way to class we it up. We man. need a, we need a, we need like another soundboard that doesn't have any of these sounds on it yet. <laughs> is this All a right. knife? Is this a sound effect? Is someone getting stabbed? Oh no, it's a oh, shotgun. Press it. 
most awesome knife ever. <laughs> Dude, have you seen those exploding knives? Yeah, where it shoots the blade out? No! What? It's a knife that you stab, and then you press a button, oh, yeah. and it shoots out, like, compressed hydrogen. And compressed all the hydrogen? Yeah. It's everything on the site, like, it's stabbing watermelons. And you stab watermelons, and you press it, and then the watermelon explodes. Because it's just forcing a bunch of air into yeah. the wound. What it's terrifying. Somebody? It would make Fuck you explode, up. dude. <laughs> It'd make Imagine if it got in your intestine. Like, your intestine would just, like, blow up like a balloon. You wouldn't have to stab somebody seven, seven times like they do always yeah. do in those murder reports. Dude, imagine if you could get a throwing knife like that, just like, and just I just hit him in the shoulder because I'd be like, oh, I missed, yeah, I'm gonna live, and then boom, oh my god, and it looks like the T1000 except it's a demon. <laughs> why not just? Gross. Well, I guess uh, I was gonna say, why not just like put dynamite on it or something? I mean, like, dude, that's gonna mess up the throwing. You can't throw a knife with dynamite attached. Plus, to it's you not kidding near me? As cool. So you can what? Throw a knife with like. Compressed CO two yeah. cartridge on it. Actually, yeah, they're pretty small. It's like built into the handle. It's actually, yeah, it's pretty much. Well, I mean, yeah, I had a, a CO two. Actually, uh, brought one here, Matt. Why don't I show you? No, BB, BB no. gun that used, to, used to require a CO two. No, wait, which one? Yeah. Oh, it just you just did it. I'm dead. <laughs> that was me. Mm. Uh, <laughs> so I guess that's that's all we're gonna talk about. Wow. Um, it's gonna be cool. Josh, what? I was gonna say what you've been playing, but you can. What can you tell us you've been doing? What have you been? What have you been playing? Uh, I've actually been playing a fair amount of WoW. All right, so let's <laughs> get back on that. Oh uh, no! Fucking no! <laughs> this is for you, Jeremy. <laughs> uh, so, been, what are you doing then? In WoW, I'm doing all the really dumb achievements that I've missed out on, like all the fishing achievements. Do you uh, feel like you have to max out your achievements? Yes. You, so you want to? Uh, but not. No, sorry, I don't need max achievement points. I just want to mash out or max out fishing and archaeology. Like I just want the profession. Really? Yeah, dude. Really? I've been doing it nonstop. Well, has it's it gotten so better? Because I think that patch just made it yeah. like where it gives you double. They made it ridiculously easy. Every single time you'd like dig up, mm-hmm. you're getting eight. Okay, so and like so like at any dig spot, you've gotten enough to build like an uncommon, mm-hmm. and you leveled. I leveled from zero to max in three days. Not even like seriously wow. playing, but mm-hmm. I was doing it at the office from time to time, okay. and I got the rare mount. I got three mini pets, and I got four other rare items in three days. It was amazing. So have they increased? Do you think they've increased that drop right then on that mount? Either that, or I'm the luckiest man alive because that was insane. Because right. I probably which built, mount is it? It's, not it's the, the Raptor mount, the skeleton oh, Raptor right, right, right. one. Oh yeah. wait, wait! I was thinking. Sorry. Yeah, I was. I was too. thinking of the crafting the crafting mount one. The, the, oh the no! Time sand dragon. Oh, no, that would be sweet. No, sorry, I haven't gotten that one yet. Uh, I'm is there two? It seems like there were two fossilized. Mounts. The problem well, was. I was thinking. Well, I know you got the fossil. Mm-hmm. I don't know. There's a fossilized yeah. raptor pit too. I think. Sweet. And then other than that, I've been playing. Uh, I try and play Tribes Ascend, but uh-huh. I'm just terrible at that game. Right, yeah. Yeah. I just die a bunch, and then I give up, and then the terrorists win. <laughs> and the tribe is. The tribe. It's really bad when you enjoy a game, but you're terrible at it. Yeah. Yeah. And you're just like what. I've played this so much or something. That's Why am the most I so frustrating thing is when really you're really is. into it and then you find out just you're not good. Yeah, yeah. and it's just it reminds it's disheartening. Me, it reminds me in college, I really wanted to be an art major, and, and I, I took art. an art class and I was like drawing stuff, and it's just so bad. And the teacher was trying to be nice. He's like, "Oh, this reminds me of something Andy Warhol did." <laughs> I I didn't know who Andy Warhol was, and so I was just like, "Who?" And he just immediately after that he didn't talk to me the rest of the semester. <laughs> I knew I was done in art. I was yeah. I had no hope. 
But it's that same frustration, like, I want to be good, but I'm so bad, and everyone laughs at me. Oh, man. I, I, man, art would probably be, like, one of the major things that I'd want to trade, like, one good skill I'm at for that. Yeah. And... What would you trade? What would you give up? I don't know. I'd have to figure out what the one good thing I'm at first, and then I would trade it. Math? Would you trade your... Uh, Immediately. Fast? <laughs> like, whatever skills? I have. Because apparently I don't recognize it as being good yeah. right now. So you're not so taking I'm just, advantage I'm just, of it anyways. Yeah, so I'm immediately just transferring it away. Um, Justin, what are you doing? Uh, let's see. Oh, I, I beat Cyclonauts. Like I said, I did that okay. last week. On the PC? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, now, do you do you notice whether or not the graphics have been are the graphics updated? Well, it's absolutely that? better because I could set the resolution to nineteen twenty by twelve hundred. So what does that? I mean, I don't know. Makes it crisper. Okay. So the graphics aren't a whole lot better. Than it's the like Xbox. it's like I could play Star Wars Tie Fighter and probably up it to something, but yeah, well, that doesn't it, help it, does it? I it mean, does. It's still it makes it, it right. No, well, no. It makes it basically the lines are clean. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's crisp, even though. It's still lower quality Blocky graphics. Blocky and stuff still. Yeah. Um, crisp is the best way I can describe it. Um, like a like a crisp apple. Yes. <laughs> On a warm you're summer's just, day. You're just biting right juicy. into that. Biting right into that psycho nuts. Mm, right? Nineteen twenty by twelve hundred. Um, as a pre-game, I, I think I was overhyped uh-huh. because there are so many people. That Wait, so like, have you played it before? No. No. Okay. So, I mean, there were so many people... I mean, I made a crack, like, a couple years ago on, on Twitter where I was like, Psychonauts is $3, but it still takes my time to play it, so not really worth it. It's like <laughs> an old game or something like that. And I had, like, three or four people who were like, what are you talking about? Buy it and play it. It's the greatest game ever. Um, I mean, your boss is, I think it's, like, second... Hit, Grim Fandango is, like, his yeah. favorite game, but he really loves Psychonauts. Um, that that could be a tie for his favorite games of all yeah. time right there. I mean, the ki- it's obvious the writing is what Double Fine is good at. Um, not so much the action platforming. I think it's a good thing that they're making another adventure game with their uh, with their uh, Kickstarter campaign. But um, yeah, that's what Tim Schafer's always been good at. Just yeah, the writing is so good. Um, the I mean, it, it's pretty good. The, the writing obviously is definitely the best thing, but at the same time, the there wasn't enough character development for some of the characters so mm-hmm. it's, it's definitely most played for it's comedy I would say look um, you should do a google for uh, whatever the characters are fanfic then if you want some more character development yeah. you get a little backstory on some of those mm-hmm. characters because there's all these kids in the camp you're at this um, you're at this camp for psychic kids basically okay. learning to be psychics and all the kids have different personalities and whatnot, but you really don't have to talk to them or learn their personalities but later in the game, something happens to where you're having to help each one Spoilers. get something. Um, and he's making comments, and your your main character is making comments and jokes about the character. And I'm like, I guess that's a funny reference about that character, but I don't really get it because I didn't. I get don't to think know you were paying character. attention during the beginning. No, of this game. I was paying attention. Um, I remember little Charlie. I will say that the last level is the meat circus, which is kind of infamously one of the hardest levels in games. Um, but uh, I found out. Uh, afterwards, after I went ahead and tried it and actually was able to beat it, definitely took me many times, but it wasn't as hard as I expected it to be. They actually went in when they released it for Steam. Um, Double Fine went in and made the Meat Circus easier on PC. Oh, nice. So PC is definitely the way to play it if you're going to play it. And uh, I can Nerf. understand why so many Nerf. people... This just takes us back to World of Warcraft yeah, all like, over so again. So casual. God. So casual. Yeah, but it would be like nerfing Battletoads into playability. 
You know, I love Battletoads. It was amazing. You don't I love Battletoads. Yeah, you do, man. You, you don't like... love Battletoads because you <laughs> you never beaten it, and you would never be when, able to beat it. Well, I don't remember if I ever beat it, but no, you would drop you didn't. down I and you would have you to avoid the vultures or something and swing up against the walls. Nobody did. <laughs> well, that guy in YouTube that, did. I saw it. That had a that had the game genie back then, you know. So I probably oh, did beat yeah. it. You you beat it with an asterisk <laughs> next to it. Who didn't beat a lot of games with an asterisk back then? You know. You just oh, put Game in Genie that was game awesome. You know, isn't it? Yeah. Why don't we have that? In, why? What? Why did they exclude Mad Cats from making that? Still, you know, because there's that the internet. The, the internet is your game genie. <laughs> Whatever you want to cheat, it's right there. Yeah, that's true for PC. Although that was also the old, uh, the old days of PC trainers. Yeah, I'm telling yeah. you, you still can do it now. But you got to be shady on those Trojan viruses and whatnot. Yeah, yeah. Because I'm all about some trainers. Oh, yeah, infinite everything. <laughs> All right, so Justin, I gotta know because everyone always like wonders why there isn't a new Psychonauts. Yeah, do, do they have to make a new Psychonauts? They absolutely. I understand now why everybody wants it because <laughs> the end of the game apparently there's no character development. He wants to know <laughs> well, what happened. To the everybody. end of the game is basically comparable to like the end of Back to the Future One. Oh, I mean, it's what somebody jumps in and they're like, "Hey, man, we need your help. Something, Something incredible <laughs> just happened. We need to go now." And you you just become like a Psychonaut. And it's like, okay, let's go. And you jump, you jump in into a jet and you it? take off. <laughs> so, Dude, it's, a, it's a long flight. It well, took then, 15 years to get there. Well, then you, you have to wait. Yeah, you have to wait for them to come out. But they'll at least come out with two back-to-back sequels, though. You know? <laughs> no, I think they'll uh, be good just to get the one. Uh, uh. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, well, well, I was going to say, I wonder if they'll do a... For you, they should do like a prequel or something like... To, to talk about the characters. No, it's okay. Oh, okay. I don't need it. All right, well. <laughs> they should just make like Let's a graphic a novel or something that tells the backstories. You're good. All right. Uh, anything and, else? And uh, Mass Effect 2 comes out. Three? Pretty much three. Thank you. Uh, pretty much the day this is re- that you guys are listening to this probably, and mm-hmm. I will be playing it. Are you going to be Renegade or Paragon? Paragon is my main character. Good man. I have a woman. Do you have a safe tra- transfer in over? Yeah. Oh, a Femshep? Yeah, that's my renegade option. Does it? Does that's it, my throwing people out windows and, the, and punching it, Krogans. When that transfers option. over, does the does the the looks and transfer over too? They or do, do if you it? choose that. But if it's anything like the sec, I don't. Well, I, I guess don't know. it's going to be different because this is actually you don't build die. Off of it, right? on yeah, one, yeah. So there was a reason for you to change it in the second one. So I guess you just you actually look like what you're supposed to this time. Yeah. Unless like one of the either. opening sequences, you did it at the beginning of two. You did. Yeah, play, but I'm saying you did play. Said, you played that no, part. No, but I'm saying spoilers for three because I didn't know he didn't die at the end of two. So oh, spoilers. Ugh. I can't play this game now. I'm pretty sure so, it's fairly obvious that yeah. if anybody's watched well, any of the most Well, yeah, yeah, yeah the trailer season last Although they teased at one point that Shepard might be able to die at the beginning of 2, like back before it came out. Oh, right. Maybe it was just a rumor. Huh. Um, See, now, I'm, I'm kind of sad about Mass Effect 3, because I'm probably not going to get around to it for a couple weeks. And that means I either have to, like, avoid the internet for yep. two weeks, because there's going to be memes popping up with spoilers yep. and stuff. Like, I just can't click any uh, links. I took a pulse rifle yeah. to the knee. Plus if, it, plus, if it disappoints people, you're, there's no way you're going to be able to avoid hearing about yeah. the disappointment. That's going to color your playthrough. Yeah. Oh, it's so dumb when so and so died. And uh, stuff. It is the end of Bioware okay, after man. all. You're just, uh, gonna have to, you're just not going to have to check shorter. You'll be like, that's why I'm playing it immediately. Yeah, nice. I don't usually play games right when they come out. Are you going to like a midnight launch? No, just as soon as we get as soon as we get back, it'll be. I mean, I guess actually people. Probably we'll be playing it in about yeah. 30 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> not right yeah. now. Or East Coast, they're playing it right now. Yeah. yeah. Oh, don't be checking Twitter. Don't be checking Twitter. 
Tell me like, I mean, because, well, I'm uh, sure Bell's off. Me and Justin, about it tomorrow. <laughs> me and Justin are taking off Wednesday. So, Wednesday, he's going to be playing it the whole yep. day. And I'm just curious, are you going to try to burn through it? Or are you just going to try to. Play as much as I can. Now, are you a completionist? Do you have to go mine everything no. and get all the upgrades? No, okay, you might be able all. to get through it in a day. Well, I'll be oh, no, I'll be days. done. I'll be done yeah. by the end of Sunday, I think, though. I mean, assuming they haven't taken too much RPG out of it, I don't think. I mean, it should still be like a thirty or forty hour experience. Now, Josh, um, you plan on playing, right? Do you plan the, on doing any of the multiplayer? Yeah, probably a little bit. Multiple online shooters are one of those things that I love, but I uh-huh. suck at. Yeah, and so. Mm-hmm. I'll probably jump in there. I didn't play the demo at all. Um, Me so I, I don't know what the modes are, but if there's like a cool mode, um, I'd be totally into that. I like the It's pretty much board mode, from what I understand. Is it? Co-op, yeah. Oh, well, that sounds awesome, actually. I yeah. love those sorts of modes. Uh, yeah, so I'll totally play that, especially if I don't know how it works at all. If you can like unlock different companions or something in it, I'd be all over that. I don't know. Are you buying that day one DLC? Nope. Good man. Out of principle, or just because you don't want it? Uh, a little both. Mostly oh. principle, though. Ooh, I, th- Josh, I, think, we... I think they're overcharging and trying to splinter and make you pay for too much this time around. I don't like that one of the... This is a semi-spoiler, apparently. Um, Spoiler. The uh, DLC character is a Protean? Yeah. So, I mean, like, in the second game, the DLC character was just this random one-off guy that you could feel like you could do without, but a Protean? You know, that feels like he would be a central character in the game, so... Yeah. He's going to have some important stuff to <laughs> Yeah, or if, I would he, think or so. if he doesn't have important stuff to say, they just did a terrible job making it. Exactly, it's one or the other. They kind of, kind of, they're kind of, kind of lose no matter what they do as far as that character yeah. is concerned. I don't really, I don't hold it against them because at this point, I mean, people love Mass Effect so much, they will pay anything and they will buy it, and it's like, all right, that's fine. As long as I hope, like whatever he reveals about like Protean past or whatever, as long as you can still discover that some other way in the game, that's cool. Yeah, I don't need to buy it. Mostly what I'm looking forward to is how they're going to integrate characters from the last game because yeah. spoilers for the end of Mass Effect 2, you can get out of that with losing everybody except for Shepard, I think. If you if you do it right, can you can really? lose everybody. I know that you can lose... I Because on my Renegade, on my Paragon, I didn't save everybody, but I was okay with the person I lost. Um, but on my Renegade, I was like, I'm going to be self-sacrificial, and I'm just going to... Sa- I wanted to see everybody die, all the, like... People like trying to help and just getting shot in the head and whatnot, and I and I got out of there with uh, one person with me. Wow! So that'll be interesting to see the difference between those startups. Renegade, man, those people. I got to step on those stones to (laughs) reach myself at the top. You're just gonna be on like an empty ship and like have to pilot it and shoot the weapons Ah. and navigate. Those people can be replaced. Good soldiers are a dime a dozen. Wow! (laughs) But who's gonna feed your fish, dude? Your fish. Um. Fuck that fish. That fish is one of the ones that died. He sacrificed it. <laughs> he threw it on the fire. Yeah, he's like, I, I, I gotta... We gotta drop cargo! Dump the fish. <laughs> you, know, you know how heavy that thing is? Alright, so uh, anything else you're looking, uh, you doing? You did? We already talked about your dear mm-hmm. Esther. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, dude. League of Legends. Do either of you guys play that? No! Oh, you should play it! It's fantastic. I know. I tried to play it. We're not MOBA gamers. But then I was like, oh, man... I don't know what's going on here. I'm kind of dark. You should play Dominion because it's like just capture point. It's uh-huh. so much easier to understand. They take out all the crazy, confusing stuff. I should at least play it once a week so I can get my one free guy, right, or something yeah. like that. Well, sort of. What, what do you mean, well, sort of? I thought it was like you get like a free guy or something. No, what happens is every week and it rotates. It rotates, and there's like five or six free ones. Oh, okay. So you don't actually like collect them. They're just free to play for that week. I tell oh, you. Okay. I tell you my inherent problem with. 
League of Legends and I guess MOBA gaming in general competitive is um oh. no in any other online game if you're not good like in a team deathmatch or whatnot sure you're dragging your team down by not being not by not helping but you're not actually hurting the team by dying in MOBA and League of Legends you are actively hurting the team by not being good enough because when you die you're giving experience to somebody and you're gonna get yelled at just for dying eventually it's so. true except in Dominion mode which oh, you should play okay. with me because you do still get small amounts of gold but the whole point was they wanted they didn't want death to be a penalty because they wanted you to make like heroic like last me, heroic last stands on points and yeah. stuff and so they even give you extra points if you die on a capture point because mm. you're trying to hold it against a large group of people and the whole point about Dominion is like it's easier you it doesn't hurt your team if you die because they agree that that's like the worst thing ever um, yeah. and the thing that Dan hates too is last hitting enemies to yeah. get gold because that, that I can get because you're actually competing against your teammates for gold which is a weird thing Yeah. because there's only five minions and it's you and a teammate and so you're trying to steal gold from your teammate and that feels really weird Yeah. Um, but yes you should play Dominion with me that at Fiora it's like a French uh, fencer basically who was amazing the you just like the characters. You just, just like the vast array of I do. unique I characters. I do. I love them. It makes me think, like, everybody at PC Gamers is like, God, I don't want to play no damn law with Josh. <laughs> and Josh is like, come on, guys. Come on, please. Yeah, anybody, 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 interact champion. anybody interact with it? I gotta get them into it because I need somebody to play with. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's, a, it's a guy in a straight jacket but with a bazooka on his <laughs> forehead, man. His latest character, it's awesome. It's cool. <laughs> it's got a jetpack. Like I know if he's got a rocket launcher or a jetpack, I can get Evan to play with me. If it's got some sort of anime style, I can get Lucas. Like just have to kind of target who I need. And there's so many champions; they pretty much get yeah. all of them. They're getting close types. to a hundred now. It's at like ninety four. Although I will say, some of the best gaming I've had in recent years is when all of PC Gamer was into League of Legends, and we had five-man teams in the office playing coordinated. That was awesome. Because we just can't agree on games, because we have, like, shooters, strategies, MMOs. We all have, like, different emphasis or whatever, but League of Legends, it brings it, us together. It does <laughs> seem kind of kind of sad if a PC gaming magazine isn't good at a game. You know what I mean? Just think <laughs> of somebody that's, like, really good. I, at I don't think so, because they have so much they have to focus look, on. Don't, look, don't... Thank you. Thank look, you. look. Look, they're PC game. They get paid, all right, to play these games. They should be experts, right? They get paid to play all the games, though. Yeah, I, I just get paid to play MMOs. I don't get paid to play shooters. <laughs> Can't expect me to do well there. We're actually setting up... A, I don't know who it is against. We're setting up a Tribes Ascend match against another media outlet. Oh, really? And it's supposed to be like the devs are going to be in there, too, but just, like, watching us or something. So <laughs> we're trying to organize a team, but it's like, well, I suck. I'm just going to embarrass us. And it's like, Lucas is okay. Gavin's pretty good. Like, all right, we'll use interns. They're the best ones at it for us. Yeah, that, that works. So, so you say that. So what's going to happen when Planet Side 2 comes out? Dude, that's a uh -oh. tricky that's one. That's an MMO first-person shooter. Evan has already sort of claimed that one. He just uh -huh. did our giant cover story right. on it. He went down there. So yeah. he, I, the way we went with it was the developers say with that game, it's an FPS first, it's an MMO second. So okay. like, all right, so we'll put our FPS guy on it because that's what it's first trying mm -hmm. to do. <laughs> I think, I think Josh is all like, Okay, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna fight. I'm yeah. not gonna fight that. I'm not gonna yeah. fight that. Yeah, it's one of those things. Like, if that fell in my lap, I would love to play that game. Uh -huh. I would love to be all over it. But you know what? I got Guild Wars too. I don't need to take Planet Side two as well. I'll let Evan take that. It's a little yeah. bone for him. Did you ever have a chance to play the first one? No, okay. not really. No. 
Alright, fine. Did man. you? What'd yeah, you yeah. I played I played the beta and then I tried to play like for a month or two. And of course that's one of those you didn't I didn't have a great system at the time, so it was kinda of, and I didn't have you know, back when it came out, not everybody had high speed internet. Yeah. You know, so it was like, Oh geez, my dial up is not doing so well yeah. on the uh on the on the battle the well, that side there came so. out no good no computer was good enough to run <laughs> it like it was these huge open areas yeah and you would just get bogged down in wars and stuff like that so uh, so which faction should I play as because I know there's I like don't know. I don't know are you I mean, kidding me it's they have three different three. they have three though right yeah it's like I don't know. Vishnu or something I don't know look I haven't looked up that game in like forever yeah <laughs> so. I'm disappointed I just hope that you can. Uh, Get all your team together on a giant drop ships. You just can race across the landscape yeah. and drop in on people. They were telling a story about how uh, they had—I can't remember—is a whole bunch of guys in the studio on a single drop ship, and they all kind of like airdropped out of it and started flying down. Mm-hmm. But then, like halfway down, I can't remember if it was like anti-air or another vehicle or something. But halfway down, they noticed like a giant weapon pointing at them. So they all start freaking out, like, "No, break apart, break apart!" All of a sudden, just boom, boom, boom! Like all of them just getting knocked out of the air. It sounded pretty epic. That's awesome. It, that's one of those things you wish you could that. see from third yeah. person, you know? Yeah, yeah. Or if they had like a kill cam or something like that, that'd be really cool. Oh, that'd be sweet. Then I could watch my death over and over and over again. There was some. I read a tweet or something about something getting a kill cam. Oh, the Skyrim. Skyrim's getting a kill cam. Oh, so whenever eh. you kill somebody, kind of like Fallout. Yeah, Sorry. I think it's from mages. Maybe I want to say they had kill cams already for like the melee people. Are you guys still playing Skyrim? I haven't played Have it yet. Started? I'm going to. Oh, okay. I will. I'm kind of just. Well, I got Mass Effect three, and get that out of the way, and then at some point I'll get into Skyrim. But like the longer I wait, the better it gets as far as mods are concerned. Yeah. I have a sealed copy sitting on our uh, living room coffee table because I bought I bought the collect I bought a couple of the collector's editions. A couple of them? Yeah, they were on sale for like ninety bucks on Newegg. But you only need one. And Why so, would you buy more than one? Well, because this is what I did. I went. I turned around and I sold like the the art book that was in it for like oh. thirty or thirty five, and I sold the statue for like forty or forty five fifty. So I was able to almost break even, and I gave a copy to Jeremy. And then I kept a copy because I was going to play it, but then I was like, uh, I don't really want to get into that right now. So I just have a copy, and I planned on giving it away to somebody, one of our listeners. Nice. But that, that was a wiser investment the, than I initially thought. You proved me wrong there. Well, and it keeps on dropping and dropping. Newegg keeps on dropping the price on them. And I mean, it's a great deal for anybody that wants to do something like that. I, I know I, I have a couple of followers, and they'll do that. They'll do the buy to get a free game or something. Mm-hmm. They'll turn around, they'll sell the games, and get a free game out of the deal and that's I and I hate to see that that stuff is what's going to go away the closer we get to digital media um, I mean do you, do you really think so because I mean Steam does those amazing sales where you well yeah but I mean I, I've always been the arguer against resellability I don't like the fact that I own something and I can't do something with it after I've bought it yeah no I get that yeah and the whole like fight against used games like that's mm-hmm. incredibly frustrating yeah I mean, I understand where they're coming from because they, they do deserve getting money out of the game. Yeah, and because they a, and they put a lot of money into creating the game. Right, right. But I mean, it's just like anything else. If you buy a DVD or you buy a book or stuff, mm-hmm. I mean, it's just expected that a certain percent of those people are going to pass on. If, the, if your game or book or movie isn't good enough that I want to hold on to it after I'm finished, like 
You don't deserve that money. That and how long has that been going on? You know, since since I've been playing Nintendo, that's been yeah. going on. Yeah. Since Atari's been around, I'm sure that's been going on. Since before that, that's been going on. So, it's kind of just the the industry like that. I mean, I don't know, but but nowadays it's getting more and more expensive for companies to make games. That is yeah. incredibly true. Uh, I don't have anything. I'm not doing anything, so that's all I got. Okay. All right, so we'll take a break, and we'll be right back after this. Organized bands of, like, a guild of people being like, we are the night shift for guarding this tower. <laughs> totally. And, totally. like, that's what they're going to do. They're going to be defending that tower, and they'll be sending out calls for help, and, and people are just going to funnel in. If there's a raid, like, everyone's just going to flock there and go at it. Um, I could honestly... if. I, I said this in our Q&A. If that was the only part of Guild Wars, if there was no other PvE content, if it was just that, I would still buy it. I would pay them twice the, the cost of the game. Wow. Like, it's exactly what I've wanted. What? Hey, what, are you, what are you even talking about? On uh, Nixia? You talking about original WoW? Yeah. You, okay, I don't know if you're like oh, talking I, about oh, a no, card sorry, game. No, no, sorry. You had to get on our hind legs, but it was very yeah, hard to tell exactly really? where to be without being Yeah, there's whelps. no markers. And then if you get thrown in the whelps, you wiped everybody, so everybody hates you. Well, that's happened, that happened at the level 85 stuff. Yeah. Or a level that's, 80. Was it level 85? But at least... Level 80. Level 80. Yeah. Level 80. yeah. But at least, like, the level 80, they did a lot better about, like, you knew where to stand and you knew what to do. Yeah, because you had all the other, you had... Yeah. There was my favorite video. I know I showed it to Justin once or twice, probably, with the guy doing, like, they had the cardboard and he had, like, a dragon thing or whatever. Oh, and yeah. He, like, comes what? down and shows... It's, I, I thought it was a great video. It was or, a boss strategy. <laughs> yeah. But he and was, he, like, stuffed animals and stuff. Yeah, and he's like... That's incredible. He's like, everybody needs to be spread out. And he's like, and if people come in and they're not spread out, and it fucks up all this side over here. <laughs> yeah. like, and then next year she's going to do deep breath, and yeah, he's, like, just, holding the... Dra- yeah, like, just, just dragging the dragon like, up and down over uh, over everybody. <laughs> that is an amazing idea. Yeah, I, I always wish... series like Yeah, that. I always wish somebody would do create more creative. But, I, I mean, what is it, like, the... You would usually see, like, flash animations and stuff yeah. like that. No, I want to take, like, yeah, stuffed animals and, like, toy soldiers or something <laughs> and throw them out there. Action figures, like, this well, Bruce the, Lee doll is... Yeah, well, that was so bad, it was like, you have so many bosses now, you don't ever really have a one-boss instance anymore. Yeah. So, yeah. I guess you could do it for the PvP guys. Those yeah. those raids, because it's usually just one boss you're going to fight anyways. But you don't want to have to do a whole instance or... Alright, you're at this point. dedicated. Alright, shut yeah. Nobody's dedicated. <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, and we're back for the final segment of Outlandish Podcast. No mail? Oh, goddammit. <laughs> also, am I going to talk about the tour thing? I don't need to. Yeah, uh, well, I figure if you want to, we can record that separately. Oh, okay. And you can cool. use it. Um, we do have... A couple of things here. We got one from Keith. He says, uh, Hey guys, I just wanted to add my two cents about the topic near the end of last... Oh wait, I think I've already read this, haven't I? Uh-huh. No, I have not. The topic near the end of last week's show, I agree with Justin, you should need a permit to I be able to that. consume alcohol. Yeah. Of course, I feel this way about cigarettes as well. Mm-hmm. At least alcohol does not slowly kill people around you. I work for a hotel and I want to smack every asshole who walks in asking for a smoking room and has small children's with him. Outlandish for life, Keith, uh, Keith Genkia. Alright, so I have to admit, I missed this. How do you get this permit? Is this just something you apply for? Uh, well, I mean, I get, yeah. It would be something... 
Basically, if uh, you were designated as an alcoholic, you wouldn't be able to get the permit. Okay. But have... But see, I don't know. What, so I mean, it, it wouldn't be... What, so, it wouldn't be like you have... Just, yeah. It, it, have it would be easy to get. They wouldn't make it a hassle to get. It would be something that would be hard to keep if you became so an abuser of some sort. Would this, would this permit... I guess this permit would put a limitation, though, on like how much alcohol could be purchased at a certain time or something? No, I mean, unless you... Unless you... Shown to be an abuser, you could buy as much as you wanted whenever, wherever... So what? Once you got a DUI, DWI, public intoxication, uh, anything, yeah. anything alcohol, alcohol related. But the idea, the idea was that because the uh, medical association considers alcoholism a disease, so if it's a disease, then it shouldn't be easy for people that if it's a disease. Then the idea that. is that you can't help yourself. Shouldn't be so. They should make it so easy for you to be able to get it. So maybe you don't. So it would actually help alcoholics who can't help themselves. I think we should brand alcoholics with the scarlet letter A. For alcoholics. Yes, for alcoholics. Uh, Sound like disease you can get all the for. So, so we also, you also... Uh, Trends probably, I bet, too. You also think tobacco should be... Yeah, that was Genki's idea. Um, well, I mean, I mean, I, I, they'd have to fall under the same guy. I mean... Well, not necessarily... And firearms, too, because it's all part of the one organization. Well, there definitely there are permits for firearms. So. Yeah, <laughs> they beat you to that one, Matt. So damn. So I mean, what do you think about that? What about tobacco? I'm not as I'm not as interested in that one. Tobacco. I mean, I see what he's saying about hurting uh, uh, family members or whatnot, but it's right. not as especially children. It's not a, quite as abusable as alcohol. Would you say? Would you say that that could be considered a form of child abuse? Yeah. Smoking in closed areas, with your but kids. Uh, but how much? How at what point do you say that's child? I mean, like, well, I mean, I mean, if you're going that route, you could say like feeding them sugary cereal all the time is child abuse too. Yeah, I guess. And that, that 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 raises up another thing is, I know me and Judd, we we talked about the whole people getting an uproar over frosted flakes, like, and there was like a viral thing or whatever calling them fatty flakes or whatever, well, you I, know. I don't you don't remember it's like it showed a picture of Tony the Tiger and he was really fat or something and mm-hmm. they were like complaining about Frosted Flakes and about how they must uh, have just tarted Frosted Flakes yeah yeah well because of the, all the sugar and everything but they've cut down on the sugar Tony the pariah and also it's not that bad if it's eaten in you know in, yeah. in serving sizes and, right and it's so not like I don't, you don't have to eat it it's not like you're yeah. being required to purchase the cereal right. right and even if you do it's not as long as you don't give your kid like five servings of it and then, like, you know, 20 cups of milk with it. I mean, they're going to be good. Everything in moderation. Yeah, and I think a lot of kids should be more... I mean, I've always thought that kids should be active. You know, but the, we're, as, as, as we're getting closer and closer with technology, you know, more advanced with technology, we stay more indoors, it seems like, as kids now. Mm-hmm. And as adults. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and it's like, adults. put the kids on a sports team. I, that's enough activity for them. Two thirds of Americans are overweight. Uh, Josh, what uh, what uh, phone network are you on? Oh, I thought you were going to ask me what my weight is to try and see if I was overweight <laughs> or something for this conversation. No, no, no. Uh, I'm on Verizon. Okay, you're on Verizon. Uh, this email comes in from Tyler and it addresses our uh, talk about AT and T. Right. I don't know if you have you heard about what's going on with AT uh, and T. And they're well, they're yes, uh, you have because you responded to Nick Taylor about it last week. He was bitching about it. Oh, I, I forgot that was AT and T. I thought that was yeah. Sprint. Yeah, yeah, I have. And the cap and everything like yeah. that. The throttling. 
Thank you, Justin. All right, so the no AT&T case, uh, this comes from Tyler. He says, gentlemen, first, my thanks for an awesome podcast. It is a great way to pass the time on my drive up to law school every Monday. Mm, oh, God. I'm not going to like this. We're informing lawyers. Uh, if I ever happen to Future meet you lawyers. all in person, dinner and drinks are on me. Sweet. We'll just have to go. Do, wait, does that include me now since yeah, I'm on this one? Date. No. You're welcome to come along. <laughs> you, can, you can play the role of, of Jeremy. All right. Uh, second... And this will be a long one. Oh boy. I have just finished listening to episode 184 where you talk about the AT&T small claims case. I believe the issue of unconstitutionality of the no class action clause in the contract was brought up and that a good attorney could fight it and win. The courts have taken on the issue in Chalk versus T-Mobile USA and essentially explained that a no class action clause is substan- substantively... Substantively? Is that right? Substantively? Substantively? Unconscionable. This is different than requiring you to give up your right to a jury trial, which is a strongly protected constitutional right. Mm. At its most basic, a contract needs consideration to be valid. Consideration is basically a bargained for exchange. E.g., I pay you money and you paint my house. When something is substantively unconscionable, it means that the two items being exchanged, like money for house painting, are not on par as, f- as far as value. Hmm. So in the AT&T contract, we are being asked to give up this very valuable tool, the ability to file a class action, in exchange for cell service we already pay money for. Those two items are not fair in value. In order to make... In order to make... To make that... Okay... In order to make that type of exchange valid, there would need to be new consideration, such as a bill a bill credit every month, if you agree to that term. Mm. Uh, lastly, as I'm sure you've read by now, AT&T has changed their policy to now throttle the data of people using more than 3 gigabytes, or 5 gigabytes if you can use LTE, each month instead of the top 5% thing they have been doing. Yep. Additionally, having sued in small claims court makes the most sense for the guy since it prevents AT&T from being able to use their full legal might against this lone guy and make him incur huge legal fees or dissuade him from suing altogether in order to fight this case for a relatively small amount of money. I know this is probably too long to read on the podcast, but feel free to summarize if you can go back to this topic. Uh, If not, I guess it's just some information I was able to throw your way about a topic I'm quite interested in. Thanks again for an awesome podcast, Tyler. So yeah, and and I've fought, read a follow up with that guy, and apparently he helped his brother file. They're filing in L.A. County, nice, a different county, and uh, he helped them with the paperwork and all that. And he, he was saying, you know, it's, it's the principle of the thing, mm-hmm. you know. And uh, he also posted on his website like all the documentation that you would need, and nice, a way to if you ever want to file things. And he would gladly help people, but that he he just says, you know, that you pay for any traveling expenses he has. Mm. To help you get that done, and that's I, reasonable. Yeah. yeah, and I think it's a great thing to do. Yeah, and <laughs> that reminds me of because uh, we were, when we when we got back, we, the jerk was on. It reminds me of the class action lawsuit that we saw. It's yeah, like, we award nine million nine hundred something thousand people the full extent of ten million dollars, and so he's having to sit there and write one dollar checks. And nine <laughs> cents, and that's why I don't like class action. You know, class yeah. action doesn't get people very much money. Yeah, it's like the hot coffee mod class action suit. Like, I think I had, 
I think I, if I wanted to, I could have claimed five dollars or Ooh. something. Yeah. Ooh, five dollars. Because I own that. That's worth your time. <laughs> yeah, I don't yeah. know. I, I think it's really cool because I mean the fact that they're trying to give up your right or trying to force you to give up your right to a class action lawsuit in the first place is just so shady. Yeah. Right? Like, yeah. That's just they know they're doing something bad yeah. when when when, you, when they when they ask you to give up that right. Yeah, yeah. Both Sony and Microsoft have incorporated those into their into the new really? PlayStation Three and Xbox EULAs. and that's bad. Yeah, and what's yeah. even bad about it is the fact that you buy those systems probably not knowing about the U. Mm-hmm. No, they're you not printed on the box. And I mean, you like can, they're like you could totally stop using it and getting updates if you yeah. wanted to. It's like wow. You know, yeah. if you if you put time into that game, and then they decide to update their EULA, you've already committed, mm-hmm. you know, all that time into that character. You're not. That's why most EULAs you just end up scrolling down to the bottom and hitting accept. Yeah, yeah. Because you've already committed something to getting into that. Yeah, and half of the game boxes and stuff, or somewhere on the manual, it says by installing this game, you agree to everything we've ever right. said yeah. about yeah. you. Like, oh, okay. I mean, I don't. Man, in in user agreements, we're yeah. just we're getting screwed. But I mean, ninety nine point nine percent of the time, at least when it comes to games, like you never have to go that EULA because there's never a big enough right. problem. So right. it's good, but it it is like discomforting to know that that safety net isn't there. If something right. does go wrong, you're screwed. You right. don't have like an out. But at least with games, at least most of the time, they aren't trying to screw us over because they know that. If WoW knows that if they screw us over, we're, well, we'll just go to Guild Wars, or we'll just go to something else. Right. Like, it's not like a cell phone service where you're, like, locked in. Right. And that's and that was the thing that I thought was that if they do if they change up their policy, then they should you should automatically get a chance to get out of your, poli- out yeah. of your contract. If they make a change, any, any change whatsoever to their contract, then we should be able to get out of our contract. Yeah, because that's ridiculous, because they could just wait until you sign your two-year agreement, and then the next day be like, oh, by the way, here's your brand new agreement. Like, right. wait, what? Yeah, wait, I didn't sign on for yeah. this part. Uh, oh, well, you can pay us $300 if you don't like it. Uh, all right, uh, going to some 3.5 here thoughts. Um, We're in Austin. Yeah. You're right that's, on that. We are definitely thought, in Austin. Let's probably talk about a couple of things. Okay, well, what were we talking about? Uh, we went to the Alamo Draft House. Okay. Which is uh, kind of a, a local... Now, have you heard... Uh, Josh, have, Josh, have you heard about this? One? I have not, no. Okay. Well, it's a, it's a it's an Austin thing. They have five of them here. Basically, it is a movie theater where they uh, serve meals and alcohol. Sweet. You have actually the one we went to had like a, basically a, a bar in front of each row of seats, and then in front of that was a, a, a thin walkway where servers could go up and down. Um, the uh, other th- and and they do a lot of they do new releases, but they do a lot of you know like classic showings. They have uh, special events. They'll do local things that are outside the theater. Like there was a um, a uh, a showing of Pee Wee's Big Adventure, but it was a bike in where you started what? like up the street, and you had to bring a bike. And then you bite, and you like paid five dollars, and you biked to uh, an area where they were showing people's adventure <laughs> outside on a big screen. That is pretty amazing. Um, but the uh, the other thing that uh, makes them special is that uh, they don't allow children under six. Nice. They don't allow talking or people or for you to have your cell phone out. You can't even be texting anybody. 
and the idea is to make you know to make the movie theater experience better for everybody. I mean, you're technically not supposed to have your cell phone out in other theaters too. But so do people actually? They ask you it? nicely, but yeah. for the most part, they're not going to do anything about it. Yeah. But like at Draft House, they have they have a warning. Yeah, during the oh. like after all the trailers are run, they're like, from now on, this is a no talking, no cell phone environment. We're serious. If you if you 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 will get a warning, and then we will kick you out. No oh, refund. Okay. Yeah, no refund. Um, so. I wanted to experience that while we were here. I've heard about it. They do tons of events. I mean, they do lot. It, it's it's for movie lovers. They do lots of events. Like uh, when the stu- new Star Trek movie came out, they were having a showing of Wrath of Khan. This is just an anecdote. Um, they were having a showing of Wrath of Khan like two months before the movie came out. Um, but after everybody got seated, all of a sudden Leonard Nimoy appears and walks down with a new with a print of the new Star Wars Trek movie. And everybody that went to see Wrath of Khan got to see the tra- Star Trek movie two two months ahead of time. Oh, so, my god! And they, they constantly have guests in. Um, Michael Ian Black was here this weekend for, like, a, a sit-down, just, like, a discussion-type thing. Um, so we went to see... Michael uh, Ian Black, that's, that's the guy from Ed, right? And uh, I don't know if he was on Ed. He was on like grounded for life. He was uh, oh, sorry. sorry. He was on the state back in the day. Sorry, I'm done. We're done. Wet hot American summer. Sorry. Oh, um, anyway. But I, and they do like they do other things such as like uh, quote alongs or something like that, right? Where yeah, you can talk and you can try to everybody. Everybody is encouraged to, to quote, quote the movie, right? Yeah. Oh, that's incredible. And they did another. What was what was the one where you text? Leprechaun three or four or something. Yeah, you can like text. uh, It's like uh, you go to see famous shitty campy movies, and then you text things about like, I guess you're trying to MST3K. Oh, and then it shows up on the screen. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's incredible. Yeah, and then um, they were showing they like you were saying they had themed ones. So like they Hunger Games is coming out later this month, and for people that that don't really know, it's uh, a lot of people will compare it to uh, Battle Royale. Mm So they're they're showing Battle Royale later on this month, and it's just really cool to see those on the big screen, right? Movies that you would never otherwise get right. to see. Yeah. So we were trying to do some scheduling, figure out what was worth going to. Eventually, we ended up um, going to see uh, Nausicaa, The Valley of the Wind, which is one of the original Studio Ghibli Miyazaki movies, um, anime. Yeah. I was all like, I don't know. Yeah, that's cool. He's the I didn't understand any of those words. <laughs> They're basically the Disney of Japan. Okay. I mean, they did... Um, Totoro? My Neighbor Totoro, yeah. uh, uh, Spirited Away, Howl's Moving Castle, Princess Mononoke is another famous one that they did, um, and, a, and a bunch of other ones. Whatever this new one is. Kiki's Delivery uh, Service. Yeah, the Society of Arietti. Kiki's just, Delivery Service? Yeah. It's about a witch that uh, uh, is yeah, like yeah. A, basically a bike messenger. Oh, yeah. yeah. She's, she's delivering some stuff. Yeah, yeah she's about that. 12, man. Oh, <laughs> Well, it's okay over there, I think, yeah. right? <laughs> That's racist. That's stereotyping, I think. I suppose it is. <laughs> um, anyway, so we went. I wanted to go. I wanted to see. I wanted to experience this. It's something, yeah, you know, yeah. you're supposed to see, experience a movie there. We went to see Nausicaa. It was actually a pretty good movie. Um, but all in all, I mean, it was about, it was $10 for general admission, but but you kind of run into the problem. They, do, I mean, I guess it's a good thing. They do like uh, uh, seating that's like flight boarding, so you can pay priority to get to seat sit first, and then the um, the sooner you buy your the ticket, 
the uh, higher priority you get. So then they seat people in like flights of 20. Right. So we were like four flights back. So we ended up having to sit like in the back left. But I would say that pretty much any seat in the theater is a pretty good showing, which is unlike some theaters you go to. So how expensive was it? Was it more than normal? Well, it was $10. $10. Oh, that's not bad so at all. So that was about right, yeah. It would have been 12 for the priority seating. Um, but, I mean, the thing is, is that we're, I guess we're kind of spoiled in Little Rock because for the most part, when we go to a, a movie, we don't have trouble with people talking too much. I mean, sure, people pull their cell phones out sometimes, but it's not too distracting. Yeah. You certainly don't have the problem with people talking too much. But, so, the fact that they prided themselves on being um, a no-talking theater, it was kind of weird because the servers, they would take their order, your order beforehand, but then the food's not ready until the movie started. But when they brought the food around, it was like, oh, you had the popper, the jalapeno poppers, and you had the popcorn and whatnot. It's like, and the fact that they're going up and down and, and like picking yeah. things, it's like, that's as distracting, if not more, than it would be in a regular theater. Some people dropping some stuff. Yeah, somebody dropped like a plate or something at one and point. We had we had seats in the very back, and the walls were really thin, so you could hear the like the uh, the, the help the yeah. I don't want to say the help, but the <laughs> the concession <laughs> area. Yeah. So it was a little antithetical to the whole idea, but plus I would you know. The, the, the series is supposed to be like all oh, this uh, uh, new 35mm prints of these classic Miyazaki films and it's supposed to be sort of like a, a year of celebration of that so the movie came up and it was like a pretty old scratched up looking print and it was like a classic movie the, the so audio was not I mean like it, well, when the music started playing I was like whoa this is really high pitch when it, like, well when it first started there was a buzz but that went away after a few minutes um, I, all in all I thought the audio was actually pretty good uh, okay but fight, I'm an audio fight, snob, fight, so fight, I don't know. But the uh, the clarity of the uh, picture was not quite what I expected. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, it was nice to be able to see Nausicaa. It's not like I would have been able to see that anywhere else. But I guess we were over. I, I was overhyped, overhyped as to the experience, and we didn't end up. Oh, and that was the other thing. So you 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 could order food, but you know it's a darkened movie theater. So if you ordered, you know, like a plate of food. It's kind of hard to eat in the dark. Yeah, I don't yeah, know how often you've eaten in the dark. You usually don't because it's kind of hard to see your plate. Well, then I was I was telling Justin, you know, it's subtitles on this movie, so it's like you you can't really you can't really eat and look at the screen. So in you, the dark, you wanna, yeah, you want to read the, what they're saying, so you can't like bite into something because you're going to look down at what you're eating. Yeah. You're going to try to at least instinctively. Because I'm never like, hi, yeah, what? Uh, You know, just stuff in my face, not looking down or... And maybe it's just because we're used to it, but all in all, I don't think it's necessary to be able to eat at the movie theater. I think most people would be happy to, like, go to a nice restaurant and then go to the movie theater. Or go to eat after you get out of the movie so you can talk about the movie you just saw. So, it's a... I don't know. I don't know how I feel about it. I'd say I feel like the quote along so that sort of stuff would be a little more interesting. Yeah, right, right. right. Yeah, the cell phone thing would probably be obnoxious because you just get people that aren't funny like spamming stuff on there. I think but they curate. Yeah, oh, they they pick they like do? what goes up. Uh, okay. Yeah, that's another thing. It'd probably be like apples to apples or some shit where they pick like really terrible, like not even funny. Maybe sending in a hilarious text. Yeah. And oh, they'd be so good. Yeah. Because people and then we'd see like lol omg a leprechaun. <laughs> Like what? That got that passed? How did that? That get was in the there? best one they got. Right, so what else did we do in Austin? Uh, we oh we took a train ride. Took a train ride. Choo cool. choo. It was cool up until we went back the same way. 
Yeah. It's like... Yeah, I really thought it would be a circle. <laughs> right, yeah, we thought it would be a circle, but no, they just brought around the caboose. Is it the caboose? Is it the train? The engine? The engine, engine. yeah. Caboose is always going to be on the end, right? We parked at this old train station, and it was like a like a, a museum-esque train station. You know, they had, like, displays and whatnot. You nice. could look at what it was like from the 1800s, so that was kind of cool. But then we were sitting there on the train waiting on it to go, and then we just see on the sidetrack the engine come come rolling by... And then it gets in front, and then attaches, and then we just go back the way we came. So, I don't know. You yeah. could maybe try and look out the other side of the car, maybe? Yeah. Unfortunately, there was all this industrial area and suburbs and stuff, so it was kind of really ruining my vibe of yeah. the old 1800s. And I was telling style. Justin, they should have got like people that owned horses to like dress up and reenact stuff on the oh, side. Oh, like hijack the train? Well, they, apparently they have something similar to that. Yeah, there if was a more expensive more. one that goes uh, during the summertime. Where if you pay extra, they'll come rob you. <laughs> but it stops out of town and does like a reenactment. But I was telling them on the side, it should at least have like, like it should show a guy like on a horse or something, another guy like camping, and the guy comes up and like shoots the guy or something. Just like just anything on the side of of the tracks. Yeah. But they didn't do anything like that. No. What about someone yeah. pretending to jump in front of the train to kill them? Whoa! Wow! I don't know how you pretend that. Yeah. <laughs> Well, you, got, oh, a dummy? You, just, you just have to jump on the ground real fast. Like, you're up there, and then, like, boom, fall down on your on your back and let wow, the train go just, right over you. You find somebody that's willing to do that, and they're... they're <laughs> Jackie they're Chan's the, busy, and he charges too much. bravest stuntman ever. Uh, but I would tell, I would definitely make the suggestion of buy the cheapest seat, because apparently once it starts moving, you can get up and go wherever you want to. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, so... We, we ended up riding in the nice area on the way back. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Nobody really cared. Yeah, they didn't really. Care. It was it was only half full, I guess. Yeah, there weren't a lot of people on it. We got the. Uh, I mean, and you got the areas in between the cars where you can just kind of stand on the open window area and just kind of hang out the window. And That's where all the shady dealings go down too. <laughs> That's basically like the international waters of trains. Oh, right. Ah, <laughs> and we know if you're going to get thrown in between these cars. <laughs> yeah. Texas is like, well, you don't have to deal with that. That happened on a train. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. That's. That's Texas international Train business is train business. We don't talk about what happens on the train. Uh, so what else did we do? We visited several restaurants. Um, yep. If you're ever in uh, Austin, I would say uh, go to Habana's. Mm-hmm. It's a Cuban restaurant. Right. I had the best Cuban sandwich ever. Best? You would not quit raving ever. about that. It's, no. It was great. But of course, you, when you say you've had the best Cuban sandwich, it's the only Cuban sandwich you've had. I probably had a couple in my no. life. If you have to say probably, you probably haven't. Yeah. Well, I mean, honestly, it's a Cuban, but it's not like there's anything special on it. It's just what goes on it. Is a, it's like is ham, roast pork, pickles, and cheese. What's a Reuben? What is a Reuben? Where does that come from? Is that like... I'm not sure what's on a Reuben. Yeah, it's it's uh, oh. corned beef? Maybe. And sauerkraut? Yeah, probably. But yeah, I think it's yeah, I think it's like a Philly cheesesteak, but with sauerkraut, maybe? <laughs> without the cheese? I suppose. No. No. Sure. Maybe. Yeah. It's nothing like a That's, Philly cheesesteak. I'm with you. Hey, guys, it's actually exactly like a Philly cheesesteak. <laughs> no. <'Cause> no. <laughs> yeah. I believe it. Thanks, All Justin. Right. That's two to one. That makes it a fact. Majority rules. <laughs> That's how we Society has proclaimed that to be true. <laughs> we went to a, a Goodwill that had a computer museum today. Yeah, it was really weird. Oh, really? Yeah, it yeah. was a Goodwill computer like museum. Like it's organized, a computer museum. Yeah. It wasn't just old computers. Yeah. It, was, it was a Goodwill store, and apparently, I guess maybe all over Austin or maybe even in, in larger areas of Texas, they just decided, we're getting so much computer shit coming in 
that were going to open... First of all, they had a separate area just yeah, for computer just stuff. Computer works. Like, you could easily go in there and put together, like, 100 computers, probably, because they had, like, video cards on a wall and Hard all kinds of and motherboards cables and, and whatnot. And that's Cases. Awesome. Barebone systems. And yeah. Scrap tops. So if you ever pick up a game of... Pick up a magazine of PC Gamer, you just want to... Play one of those games. Swing on down to Goodwill Computer Works. Works. Pick up a barebone system and try to build whatever. And then next door to that, I guess they got so much old computer stuff they just decided to put a computer museum in there. I mean, they had like old servers. Well, they had a lot of donations. They, oh, if you, okay. Yeah, one of the back walls they had actual Dell had donated and a bunch of other companies had wild. donated. All, I mean, Texas is kind of I mean, second to Silicon Valley. I would say it's one of the biggest um, computer. It's really gotten that way, yeah. hasn't it? Yeah, yeah, it really is. I mean, you got because uh, there's a blizzard. There's a here in Texas. It is here. I mean, that's, where they here. Do, that's where they do QuakeCon. Yeah, right? QuakeCon's done. Mm-hmm. Is in is QuakeCon Austin every year? Yeah. Yeah. Or I don't know if it's in Austin, but it's near Austin. Okay. I'm not sure if it is. Bioware obviously is yeah. headquartered here. Also, King's Isle. They make Wizard 101, that kid. Sure. Family. Yep. <laughs> I saw you handing out a bunch of those codes or I something, did, right? Man. I had a whole yeah, bunch of Yeah, hit up Jeff oh, Augustine on Twitter if you uh, want some uh, no, Wizard 101 codes. I got codes. so many. I got more messages for that than Diablo 3 codes. It was outrageous. Wow. That's because everybody's already got Diablo 3 codes. They've been yeah. handing those things out like candy. Yeah, we. there were a ton of them. I'm actually yeah. sick at this point of seeing people <laughs> like, oh, we got Diablo 3. I said, who cares? Anybody that wants to play it's playing so it. Yeah. Are, do you have, are you in the beta? No, I'm not going I'm, to play it. I'm in the beta. You're not going to play, play the game? No, I'm going to play the game. That's why I don't want to oh, play yeah, the beta. Yeah, skips the beta okay. so it doesn't ruin it. itself. And but you got to pick a class. Or do you already know? Well, you can't already it's know. It's going to be Bad. Are you sure? Yeah, sure? pretty sure. You should, yeah, you should really play. because Witch, you know, Witch Soccer's cool, but... I don't play Monk. Wall of Zombies. Wall of Fists. Yeah. Thousand Palm Attack. I think, yeah, I think I think Josh knows about some E-Honda yeah, <laughs> I know E-Honda all too well. Man. Oh, the memories, dude. Street Fighter Two Championship Edition is a broken game. Uh, I can't is. escape my fists. I'm very... I, Matt beat me and Justin back and forth probably like five times total, I think. We tried everything. I pulled out Blanca, Vega. Was that just a button press? Yeah, you just press the button really quick and he just does yeah, it. Yeah, he does That's it over like and terrible. Over. Yeah. And I could not get a fireball. I, I threw a fireball twice with yeah, Ryu. You try to like roll. Try to do the rolls. I was like, yeah. I'm pretty sure I didn't know the fireball motion, but it was not working very much. Yeah, I was trying to do all kinds of stuff. And wouldn't do it. Well, you got the one thing that yeah, mattered. Yeah, well, I got yeah. the one thing that mattered. So. That was the other thing we did. We went to uh, the Kung Fu Saloon, mm-hmm. which is a bar with free play arcade games. Josh yeah. tweeted about it. We tweeted yeah, about it. There's probably yeah. like 15 arcade games there. I was actually yeah. pretty impressed. They had NBA Jam, Blitz. Oh, uh, great playing which Mortal Kombat was it? Three. Three? Three. Yeah. three. And Skee-Ball! Although we didn't play Skee-Ball. Yeah, we didn't play Skee-Ball. It's cool that it's there. Yeah, they had, and they had, they had retro tabletop games that became just tables. Yeah. yeah. People to there were way too many people around. in there just drinking. Yeah. yeah. There was probably, I don't know, would you say 100 people? Oh, easily. There? Easily? And maybe 10 of them were interested lots in the of, games? Lots so we of were dudes and college kids just yeah. standing around, dancing on each dancing. other. It's like, look... Look, guys, we're here to play the arcade games. Yes. You can go to Molotov next yeah. door. Although drink. I will say, okay. when we walked through that door, the first thing we saw was a dude and his chick just yeah. making just out. Yeah. He's right there, and I was like, this bar, I better like this place. I could tell <laughs> right away. It was going to be entertaining. And apparently Austin is a pet-friendly city, because Man, every store we've gone into, there have been dogs. We went, we went with the antique shop earlier today. There oh, was really? an old man that was yeah. like carrying stuff around. He had an old dog walking around. Yeah. That's weird. I don't know what it, I guess they're just 
Well, and I heard when we were driving around listening to local radio, I heard um, some pet-friendly commercial. They were like, Austin, is we're proud to be one of the um, most, uh, proud to be a no-kill city. We have a euthanasia rate of only 10%. Yeah, it's well, all Austin is very much like it's Berkeley. Same, yeah, it's the Berkeley of the of the of, of the South basically, yeah. and it's it's extremely bike friendly. I mean, you've seen bike lanes everywhere. When we were yeah. driving around Sunday, there were people riding their bikes all over the place. Well, their slogan is "Keep Austin Weird." I yeah. like tie dye shirts. It's total hippies, which it really yeah. confusing. Cause I didn't know anything about Austin when I first flew here, and I came from California, from San Francisco specifically. Mm-hmm. So it's like, oh, I'm going down to Texas. You know, it's going to be guns <laughs> everywhere, and you know, yeah. trucks and stuff. Everybody's going to be riding horses yeah. and doing shootouts. Shoot like, wait, this is exactly like San Francisco. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, except yeah. it's humid and warm. Most of the people um, consider, from outside consider. Austin, like you can go to Austin, but you don't want to go to anywhere else in Texas. I was That's telling, I was telling Justin, I was like, God, how many hipsters are running around here? So Everybody's many. hipsters, flannels, tight pants, headbands, <laughs> scarves. All right, so what, uh, we got a couple more things. What other things did we do? We went to, uh, we went to pinballs tonight. Yeah, yeah, pinballs with a Z. Amazing. Yeah. I love, I love the pinballs. If you're a pinball fan, I recommend pinballs. And live in Austin. If you're a pinball fan, live in Austin. <laughs> yeah. Even if you don't. Or if you're coming to Austin. Right. So if you're I just mean, passing by or something, definitely stop at pinballs. It's a very heavily curated pinball. It was 13,000 square feet of pinball machines. That's what it said on the window. <laughs> it's good. There's probably, uh, there's probably like 40 different At least. Tables. Yeah. yeah. And then a bunch of other arcade games too. Also ski ball, but they charge mm-hmm. you a buck less of it? Or 75 something, cents? Yeah, something, yeah. It's way too much. Yeah. Wasn't well, nothing like the free to play. If you want to play ski ball, go on down to Kung Fu Saloon. And all the machines were in great order. It was tell you could tell they definitely took care of it. What was the best pinball you played? Uh, definitely the Dark Knight machine. I mean, it was just called Batman, I think. Yeah, that was really weird. I can't it, believe they hadn't done that before. Yeah, but it was obviously well, the Dark did. Knight machine. Well, they did. The other one... The other one's like, but it was like Batman Batman. Forever and Batman. But it was just Batman. Yeah, the other one was just Batman too. Because it was the original Batman, the Tim Burton's Batman. Right. But the Dark Knight machine was also just called Batman. Can we talk about how weird it is when Penguin bites that dude's notice off? Yeah. So gross. I just watched that recently. Well, at least I don't have blood gushing (laughs) out of my nose. (laughs) (laughs) So gross. He's wearing those dirty little pants. Yeah, he's just. Yeah, he's a he's he's like a total opposite of what you expect Penguin to be. Yeah, yeah, and they're announcing his uh, campaign to elect a mayor. Yeah, because the the original Kingpin is supposed to be like a sophisticated king. Yeah, uh, Penguin. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah, he's sophisticated. He's got the right. ladies. He's suave. Mm-hmm. Well, he's a collector, suave, but yeah, yeah, he's smart. That's some crazy homicidal guy biting yeah. his nose off. Tim Burton, you're freaky. He's a little freaky. There you go. You got it. Uh, so, and then we went to, what else have we been to? Hula, Hula Hut? Yeah, Hula, Hula Hut. Oh, yeah, we did hit up all kinds of eatery places. What was the, what did we eat lunch today? Chewy's. Chewy's? It's a local Tex-Mex mm-hmm. chain. Mm-hmm. Nothing special there. And where we go to eat barbecue tonight? Rudy's. Rudy's, yeah. We're pretty good. I, I have to sell these guys, too. I was standing in the bathroom. Yeah. I felt, I got this whole Texas experience in, like, 30 seconds. Standing in the bathroom, I was washing my hands. And this old guy with like a bolo tie walks in and he's like, Howdy partner, how you doing today? It's just like the <laughs> weirdest thing. Did he have did he have like some six shooters on his No, no six shooters. I'm sure he had a big yeah. butt bucket. He, he retired those six shooters. Was he, yeah. was he wearing a cowboy hat though? Was he wearing a cowboy no hat? No cowboy hat. God. Yeah, I know. But he did have kind of the denim he had the denim he, column shirt right. with the bolos. Yeah, boots nice. on? Yeah, he had boots on. Are right, were they clanging? 
No, no, no spurs. spurs? Oh, no. come on, man. I know. But I did walk outside. Then I walked outside the restroom, and immediately someone was like, Yeah! Oh, across the room. I was just like, and then in the restaurant, the best part about that restaurant over there, I think we can agree, was that they were having a rib eating contest. Yeah, yeah. Well, as we walk in, just like people are chanting and stuff. They had a crowd going back there, yeah. 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 I think the winner was 38 or something. He ate a lot, yeah. It, I think it was like a half hour they had to eat, so that's more than one a minute. It's pretty darn good. Yeah. I can but eat that record. The best part of the I can eat 39 <laughs> ribs in that time. No way, dude. Well, it depends. It depends. Like, do you think the ribs could, do you think they were so tender they could just, like, you could just put them bone in your mouth? Yeah, and I bet you could tear it off. Yeah, yeah then I can how much like, meat was on each one. Look, 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 it's like it just. Yeah, but you're not stuffing your stomach with meat right now. <laughs> Matt has this. I'm you, have this t- you have this tendency of thinking everything's easy. Because right, it is. It's automatically, like, you could take Cujo. I could. forget how you I think have, you could take Cujo. Do- All right, Josh. Josh, do you ever think that you could just, like... Like, you watch Cujo, man. This movie is, like, terrible. I think it's terrible. Because, like, Cujo's just running around killing everything. And it's a big ass Saint Bernard. I don't give a crap. I could take rabies. him easily. He come, I feel like you could just wait. Wait. Let me get this straight. So you watched a movie where he was going around killing everybody. Yeah. And your assumption was I can take him. Yeah, because when he's just well, proven that he can kill everybody. <laughs> yeah, but that's because everybody's dumb and feeble and all. That. Oh, I he did. kills an old guy, like an old cop, and he's just killing. He's not killing anybody like me. All right, mm-hmm. you don't see me in there getting killed. That's what I'm saying. Do, do, right? do you need me to tell these people what you got on that punching score? <laughs> you didn't even get halfway up the meter on that. Hey, punch that punch! I wasn't. That was a right. It was built for right-handed people. Oh, I'm I see. a lefty on the southpaw. It looked pretty symmetrical to me. No, because it was up against the wall to the to the. Oh, really? It didn't yeah, have like it wasn't yeah. space. I couldn't get. Yeah, yeah. Well, well then sure. you better not fight Cujo against the wall because then you're screwed. It yeah. sounds like. <laughs> as long as he's not coming from me from my right side or something yeah. like that, I'm good. But I always made the notion of like, yeah, I can just grab him and break his neck. Yeah, a big That's ass Saint Bernard. Yeah. They have huge heads, thick, thick bodies. Yeah, I can do it easily, man. So mm-hmm. as he's knocking you to the ground, because he's not just going to walk up yeah, to you well, and stop, you know. There. Well, he jumps at you, and you just dodge out of the way and break his neck as he's like coming uh-huh. at you. If yeah, this hotel no. was a little bigger, I'd have you try this move on me right now. I am that confident you could not pull it off. And what am I going to tell your wife when I break your neck? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What are you going to tell the cops, dude? There's proof right here that look, I was in this yeah, room. I was, look, he attacked look, me like a wild St. Bernard. <laughs> listen back. Listen back. He asked for me to do this to him. I told him. But the, I was a I told him. The recording's going to fail like right before that part. Right. Uh, so, where were we? What were we talking about? I think it's pretty much. Oh, okay. All right. So, 3.5. Wait, I got a question for you. Oh guys. my god! Sorry, you guys asked me to come up with a question. I got a question for you. All right, what's right? it? Hit me. All up. right. So, how are like new languages invented? This doesn't make any sense because you know we're speaking Latin. Did some dude just start speaking differently and then just like try and bully other people into like, no, we're not saying it that way anymore, buddy. We're saying tacos, and he's like, what? No, it's always been taquitos or whatever. You know, that was the worst example I've ever <laughs> made in my life. But, like, how is that possible? It's, it can't just be a phenomenon where suddenly everybody starts speaking different. I think it kind of, I think, it, well, I think it is kind of, um, I mean, because all the European languages are pretty much Romance languages, right? Yeah. I mean, the German languages are different from, I think the German languages and all those, the Swiss and the Swedish, came from the north. But then all those Mediterranean areas, like Italian and 
Spanish and I guess Portuguese is a little different. Of course, Portuguese is a lot like Spanish. They don't even ask me, man. I don't know where languages or what yeah. from where. Even that, like, just because you live in Italy, do like people in Italy just start calling it different words? Like, why would you just suddenly change? Like, if we were just sitting here, it's like, all right, we're Americans. Like, we're just gonna call let's call walls uh, doors now. Yeah, that's what we're gonna do. We're gonna make it a new language. Take that. Well. You have to assume that languages were... There was no unified language. They're all formed independently based on wherever they're at. I don't know how independent they would have been. I mean, at one time they would have been nomadic colonies separate from each other. Yeah, they had different ones. But even then, how... Just Even if we're not talking about grand scope, just from one to another one. How does that happen? What do you mean one to another one? What do you mean like... Like from, from Latin to Spanish. Hmm. Um, I guess because they don't, the people that use Latin just die out. You know, they don't tra- they don't transfer that knowledge onto someone else. So it eventually. But, but Spanish that, didn't just spring into existence, right? If you started speaking Latin, there would be no reason for you. to... Maybe because of accents. It'd have to be over over. You know, accents make it so, sound so differently. Like a, so, so like a, a mass form of the rumor game. Yeah, basically. You know, where yeah, people sit so. in a circle and they're yeah, like, oh, Mike's going to the store today, and it ends up being uh, your mom's having sex with Mike. Wow. And it gets back around Dang. to me. That's a dark game of telephone. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, I, 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 that's the only thing I could think of is just separation and just misunderstandings. They have to be. I like to think that it's actually like yeah. some dude just like planning. Like, <laughs> I'm gonna make it. I'm just gonna change a couple words. And then just like keep saying it until it catches on, you know? <laughs> like the people that try to make catchphrases yeah, popular. It's almost like the first form of memes, basically. Like, <laughs> I'm just gonna twist this I'm word. Sure. Now it's hip to say it this other way. Now think, everybody says it. Do you think linguists would know that, I guess? Probably. Yeah. Like a, do you think they would know history well, know of. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I bet they would. Of languages? Maybe the spelling bee people. Maybe they know about it. Uh, can you give me the origin of that word? Or <laughs> can you use that in... Uh, anything else, Josh? You got anything else on the top of your head? No, that's okay. about it, yeah. All right. I'm very 3.5. You fit right <laughs> in. Thanks. Uh, can right. you think or fathom what you... Th- can you think or fathom? What you think. Okay. <laughs> can, you think <laughs> can you think or fathom what you can think you Can you think or fathom... How can one ever what what did what that eat that thing? Of what... You think we'll live to see an advancement in technology within our lifetime, such as uh, possibly having automatic cars or robots or like. We have robots, dude. Automatic cars already exist too. But yeah, I mean, we don't really have robots. Well, I mean, awesome define robot. Walking around doing stuff on their own. Well, I mean, a robot technically is the things that put our cars together. Animatronic robots, then. Those put our cars together. Roombas? They're vacuuming. You know exactly what Terminators. Okay. Oh, well, yeah, that's not. Well, I mean, terminated. they're gonna be walking like maids and stuff like that. Whatever. Kind of meant to mimic Android? human activities, almost. Yeah. Like not. Well, what is an and? What's the difference between Android and? Well, Android is human-like. An Android is a well, robot that's saying, meant to be. It doesn't have to be. It could be a rosy robot or like anything that can understand commands and do them. Well, he, Okay, but I'm talking about like actual like walk. I mean, they can travel some, you know, to. I'm gonna say no. There's no way. Not in our lifetime. 
that's just it's not the primary thing that we're trying to innovate on like as a as a society like that's well we a, aren't no I, but I, I think like Japanese culture and stuff because they've got that know. one right that just walks, it walks. That, was that another dig at kind of their like sexuality kind of stuff <laughs> like that's pretty that's pretty messed up man that's crazy no, I'm just you just, they do have that one that a big giant one that was like it could walk a little bit. Giant. Yeah, it's like really it's like a huge like thick like it by has, huge you mean what? Like he's a like thirty feet tall, vastly wide and he's not very tall, but he has to have like counterweights to keep him up. I know because he's built really. Are you talking about Massimo? I don't know what I'm talking about, dude. Massimo, it, it line from the nineties. Yeah, it is. <laughs> it's really weird. Dude, at Disneyland, they have the robot. Have you seen that in Tomorrowland? Have you guys been to Disneyland? No. Disney World. Okay. They, I have the anim- they have the animatronic Abe Lincolns, if that's what you're talking about. No, dude, this is awesome. All right, so I grew up like, really close to Disneyland. I used to go there all the time. And in Tomorrowland, they have like the world of tomorrow, which right. actually nowadays is actually quite old. Right. So made like 15 years ago. <laughs> But they have a robot that just cruises around, and they give presentations where he goes upstairs, and they tell him to do stuff, and it looks like a little kid, and they talk to him like a kid. Like, hey, Mosmo, come over here. Oh, no, I spilled my milk. Can you clean that up? And then we'll go over there, clean it up, and do stuff like that. It's pretty crazy. I think the problem, to be, you know, to give you a straight answer, is that the cost for making a robot that could do all those kinds of things is not worth just hiring, basically, cheap help. Yeah. Um, for anybody that could afford such a thing, they're just going to have a bunch of probably uh, immigrant worker, migrant workers to do all that for them. So it's just it's unnecessary to even put that much time into the technology when we're still trying to figure out the next fuel sources and, and pollution and global warming and all these other things. Well, so do you think we'll live to see that then? I mean, like... See what? Uh, you know, uh, fuel sources? Yeah, like maybe even cold fusion. I, mean, I, abso- cold- I do absolutely think that we will live to see... Are uh, to see us waning away from fossil fuels. Mm-hmm. I think that by the time we, we have are, to. I mean, we got to, right? Yeah. By the time we're ret- we're retired, I think the world will be predominantly run on something besides fossil fuels. Probably wind turbines and uh, maybe future solar ec- solar, solar panels technology. And like yeah. But do you think we'll ever come up with the whole using water? You know, like the like I think it was like microwave about, fusion. No, no, like like I, I think it was talked about um, in uh, Who Killed the Electric Car. Yeah, like that they there's conspiracy theories that there was an actual water engine, uh-huh. and that the uh, gas companies had bought the rights to it and have hidden it away in a vault or something like that. Maybe. Do you think that's possible? Mm. I don't I see why not. I mean, like theories. why? And and that's another thing is like steampunk. Why didn't that? Why hasn't that ever happened? You know, why haven't? Because it's so much more complicated to well, build it that way than just build it normally. Why isn't right. it like the like? Why isn't there like an Amish culture for steampunk? You know, why isn't there like Amish culture probably isn't even aware of the steampunk phenomenon. Well, like, yeah. But I mean, why hasn't there been like a community that has the you know has harnessed? What I want to know is how did the Amish determine what is allowed and what's not? Like, what's the What's the line between is it is well, it's it a century mark. simple machines and <laughs> complex machines? Because simple machines aren't there like seven classic simple machines. The yeah. the lever, the pulley, they're allowed to use all that. They use it to put barns together. So at what point do they go? Oh no, that's devilish. Can't Electronic. use that anymore. I yeah, I think it is. Yeah, like anything with electricity. I mean, so any use, use of it. So they so they could use steamworks. 
There's no reason for them well, not to use trains. I think I think they could, but I don't think they want to. It's not like they're trying to push the envelope. Like they've they're obviously not a culture that we're, is concerned we're, with they're that. They're riding the edge. Yeah. Technology I think advancement. they could get some use out of a train to go between their little Amish villages. They could. This was the guy I think right here, As- Asimo. Asimo. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Oh, which is an awesome had, episode of he, South Park. We had like a big giant like backpack, I think, or something. And I thought it was like a countermeasure, a counterweight for him to like balance uh, okay. himself. Yeah. But I, I mean, I'm just curious if we'll ever, if we'll ever live to see that. Like, if we'll ever live to see, like, we won't have, we'll have Rosie the Robots or something. Or I don't think so. No, I'll go. I'll go for driving cars in our lifetime for sure. Yeah, Google um, just got their licenses to test those in uh, Nevada. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh. It, was, it was a really interesting NPR report. What they ended up doing is um, they basically decided it would be easier to do something and then ask for they use the classic like do it and then ask for forgiveness as opposed to trying to go through the red tape so they basically were testing um, automated cars and then once they got a lot of testing done and wanted to move forward with the next stage they went ahead and got licenses from Nevada who was actually encouraging it they have a special colored license plate and whatnot. And wait, so these are on the road? They're going to be on the road, yeah, in certain areas. Oh, I thought this was like closed testing and that's what they've been testing. doing. Wow, I mean that makes perfect sense because to me that makes a lot a lot of sense of where the next thing is going because that's perfectly in line with like the government wants that, the police want that. Mm-hmm. I mean, it just it reduces traffic. It reduces be better for old people. Yeah, there's so much that it could <laughs> help with. Just hate old people. Dude, you, I hate old people so much. Wow. And I'm outright, I'm outright in front with it. You uh, could probably automate your car to run over old people. Oh, that'd be great. Like old death, old race, death, death race. Death race 2000. <laughs> 20 points. Uh, let's see here. Um, it's less points. Oh, this, is, this, is, this, is, uh, this is directed at Josh. Josh, earlier this week... Why are you such wait, a douchebag? How was one directed at me? Because, well, let me read it to he you. He was making notes as we were driving down. Yeah, okay. uh, Josh, earlier this week, Apple's stock reached a height that many companies can only dream of. It uh, with with you being in the PC it's game like over five hundred dollars a share or something. Yeah, it was five hundred. Yeah. That is so much for a share of stock. And it was and the company reached like five hundred billion. Which only Did like you see that Yelp went public um, oh. last week? They um, were. They they expect they were expected to uh, go for like nine to twelve dollars a share, and Yelp decided to launch at fifteen dollars a share, which analyzers analysts were thinking like that's a bit much for a company that's never turned a profit since two thousand four. Never turned a profit. I don't even know how it's still going. They're still trying to figure out the model, but that day, by the end of the day they were up sixty percent. Oh, so it was like closing like twenty something. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's what's so dumb about like the stock market is half of it is just like perception because that's not a good company, but people know it, and so they're like, "Oh, right. I love Yelp." Yeah, of course, yeah, I'll buy stock because it. it is like the most popular way to get reviews on yeah. local on businesses and whatnot. But they have no way to gain revenue. Yeah, right. Um, so with 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 you being in the PC gaming industry, how much does this blow your mind? I mean, I mean this this company was not doing so well early in the twenty first century. I, I looked it up. In two thousand three, its stock was at like six dollars, seven dollars a share. Yeah. Josh, seven dollars. No, no. I mean, it's now five hundred and forty dollars, dude. But everybody had an iPod for like eight years. That's Ex- all anybody exactly. bought. Yeah, I'm actually surprised that it was that it was so low in two thousand three because that's when the iPods were really ramping up. I think it was right before. Because that was that was my junior year of high school, and I don't remember anyone having iPods when I was in high school. It was when I started going to college, I think, like my senior year of high God, school, you're maybe. Such a kid. I know. Such a kid. 
But it's like, it's one of those things like, Apple, like, it doesn't really blow my mind as a PC guy, because Apple's stock isn't that high because of their computers. Yeah, but you're a PC guy, though. But honestly, at this point, PC gamer, we cover Mac games, they have Steam, they're playing so many of the same games, I love Macs. You covering Mac games, what is that, like, one every... Three months, four months. I mean, well, like, that's only because Mac games only come out one every yeah, three or that's four what I'm months. Saying. That's what I'm saying. But it's like, like we don't bear ill will. It's not like they're consoles. Oh snap! <laughs> but like as a PC person, I mean, growing up, Apple wasn't. I mean, it was good like in the '80s. But then once yeah. I, once Windows come out and a- IBM PCs or mm-hmm. just IBM compatible PCs just skyrocketed. Yeah. And it just blew Apple out of the water, and it's I just can't. It's it's like. How did they stay afloat for so long to become this popular now? Well, they got that graphic designer niche, like those artsy people. Yeah. Oh, like yeah. They had that, and that kind of kept them afloat for a while. Yeah, because, I mean, Windows was not catering to those people at all. They, they realized they could sacrifice the open system that PC and Linux were yeah. to create a closed system that people would buy it and be drawn towards it because of the lack of compl- complicatedness. The thing I've always wondered about, Mac, like, I would, without a doubt, drop Windows and run OS X on my computer if I could build my own PC and do it. But they won't sell me their their operating system. Yeah. Like I don't I'm not gonna buy their overpriced terrible hardware. But I still want to give your company money. Why right. won't you let me do that? Yeah that was that was one of the things where I, I wanted to um I wish we could use GarageBand yeah. on Windows, but we can. It's a it's a OS X um, only program. I wanna use uh you know I wanna build Apps for for iPhones, but you can only really do that through an, a Mac. Yeah. It's, it's very annoying. It's disappointing in all video editing software. Like I, because I have mm-hmm. a computer, I'm, we're doing a lot more video at PC Gamer, so I'm trying to find something on the PC that's like, well, there's this really crappy open source program you could use, and that's about it. Like, that's not a good option. So no. I have my old Mac laptop in from college. Yeah. But everyone always talks about how sturdy Macs are. They just work. You know, my wife's Mac laptop has now died her hard drive six times. Oh, man. The wow. same laptop, and she loses all of her pictures, which she doesn't back up, which is, yeah. That's not Apple's problem, but still. And then mine, the battery died, and then the connector, the power connector, is super, super sensitive. Mm. So I sit there, but it's like, if I even twitch yeah, or right, move, just, power dies, battery's not in, it just instantly dies. It's terrible. Uh, Alright, let's see here. Uh, I had a question. Okay. Um, so I was, I was thinking about variable movie pricing. All movie tickets, when you go to the movie theater for, like at night, all movie tickets are the same price. There's no reason they can't charge different prices depending on uh, depending on the movie. I mean, you have that kind of thing with um, video games, although you know people argue that they should do it more. But you know, if you can buy the big Modern Warfare for sixty dollars, or the you know like Japanese import that they don't they don't they know is only for niche market for like forty dollars, or you can download a game for you know five to twenty dollars, and apps are like two dollars in the app store and you know, if they spend the Modern Warfare's cost like what forty million dollars or something to make at this point. You know, while meanwhile Tim Schafer's going to put out some adventure game that's only going to cost like two and a half million dollars, and they charge appropriately. When they put movies out in the theater, you can have an indie movie that costs like sixty thousand dollars. There's no reason they can't put that movie out for three dollars and get more people to see it. Because I know, from my perspective, I don't go to the theaters unless. 
it's a bit of a visual spectac- uh, spectacle. Yeah. I can't bring myself to pay for comedies. I can't bring myself to pay for dramas or little indie movies usually because I know I can just wait for a DVD. I don't need to see them on the big screen. But I might be inclined to go if it was only $4, $5. Yeah. They, they put less money into it, so I don't know why they can't. I mean, what do you guys think? Do you think that... You think it would? You think it would get more people to go if they could go well, see I've a comedy always, I've always thought, you know, that it would always even itself out. So if you made it half the price, twice as many people might go. I've always thought that. Whenever I'm thinking like business wise, if you know, if you ever do a sale, you usually end up having a lot more people coming in for the sale. Well, if that were the case, then then there would be no reason for them to ever drop a price because. Then they would know that well, they're not going to get more people to buy it. They're they're going to make the same well, amount of money. It, 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 you you would if if you plan on if your goal is to get more people aware, then you do want to get more people in it. And especially if you're going to do merchandising or anything of that nature, you definitely want to get more people to see it. If you if, I don't know what kind of merchandising you would do with like a little little. Well, it movie. depends. I mean, like if you want people to maybe maybe that's going to increase your DVD sales. Uh, maybe it's going to push something, you know, maybe t-shirts or whatever else you're going to do for it. Okay, so so here's the big problem. I'm gonna, I'll just break it down for you right okay. here. You would have to man every single door in the theater because you could buy the cheapest t- ticket and then just go walk in the fancy movie. And if there's like 20 doors, you need 20 people at each of those doors. Unless you had like the cheap ones in a separate wing or something and then like you only need like four extra yeah, staff. you could split them up. But even then, I mean, it's probably, from their perspective, it's not worth the hassle of hiring more people and then having to punish people if they lose their tickets because people aren't used to holding on to their So I guess you're saying is with, with at least a constant pricing schedule or a, con- a constant pricing scheme, you're always going to, no matter what, they're paying for a movie. Yeah. Well, but but then with, with that, you're still, even with that, uh, you still have to worry about people just staying after the movie. And going yeah. to another one or something. I mean, you still have that. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah, it's not ideal, but I think it's like if to them it's a better system than one where they could pay two dollars and then watch ten dollar movies all day long instead. Well, this has been my. I've always said if I was homeless, I would just save up enough money to buy popcorn and just stay there stay all day. There, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's a good idea. Yeah, because yeah. you could just that. you could just. You have endless popcorn. You wouldn't go hungry for the day. Well, you'd be really fat be, and disgusted. <laughs> having to eat popcorn all day for your sustenance. To be honest, I really want them to do it because I don't go to the movie theaters because it's too expensive. I just yeah. don't care that much about movies. But if it was like $3, I could go watch one of the cheap movies. Or even if it's like it's a movie that's old. It's $10 yeah. for the first like month or something. Then after that, maybe it's just 2 bucks. Yeah, and they wouldn't have to have like oh, the yeah. cheap theater they do, they do for each that. town. They do. It's like, but it's the cheap theater. Yeah, like but you go I mean, to the old theater. To see and not it. all towns have it. I don't have anyone near my house at all. Mm-hmm. I mean, down well, south when I used to live yeah. That's that's California. Yeah. I mean, California is. is You're hanging me out for, to dry here, buddy. It's huh. no. Well, it's we're, known, not, we're not standing together. United we stand. It's known for having exorbitant prices on their movies. Don't tread on me, man. Don't tread on me. Yeah, eagle holding a snake. <laughs> So, the, the, old, the closest analog to this that I could think of when you were describing it was Steve Jobs fought really, really hard to keep everything in iTunes at 99 cents because mm-hmm. it, he thought it was important to keep everything flat so that the consumer always knew what to get and that the 
music companies tr- couldn't try to gouge on the newer stuff. But then mm-hmm. the downside of that is the older stuff had to be ninety nine cents yeah. too. Um, and actually, the Android store or Google's store um, does is a lot more kind of like, yeah, you want to pay us five cents for this song? That's cool. Hmm. Um, and I always kind of like that. But the, there's another place where they're doing it too. Apple's the worst. Yeah. Yeah. That, that was just for that last it was guy. Like, it was like it was like we got into uh, our coworker wanted to know what a hipster was, and I made the analogy that you know you, you, commercials are looking at hipsters as like people that get the iPhone now, but now I look at it as like people that get Androids now. It seems like oh, I got the Android phone. That iPhone's so you know everybody else has. But see, it. yeah, that's but the thing is that like hipsters can make all their art and whatnot. On, on Apple laptops, yeah. laptops. What is it, notebooks or whatever? Well, what pretty soon the, hipsters will start using flip phones because they're they're so cool. <laughs> so retro. Yeah. You just carry rotary phones around. <laughs> uh, okay, given these technology carry advancements, phones. which do you think a riot would break out? Uh, holodeck, uh, cloning with memory transfer. Wait, transfer? wait, 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 wait. What? What, what is so the question? You did, what, it, was, it wasn't a complete sentence. Given these technology advancements, that I'm going to list. Which do you think a riot would break out from? From okay. Yeah, so like, okay. The, which all right, Yoda. Most I understand what you're saying. Structure now. All right. Okay. <laughs> which of these is going to cause a riot? A holodeck, a cloning with memory transfer, or teleportation? What or is the you, riot from? Well, I mean, religious like, fanatics, or well, I mean, just like you know, like I mean, anybody? Because I'm gonna go with teleportation. You can't because it's not. A, it's like. It's an affront to God? No, no, no. Like you can't. It won't be. It won't be available to everybody. It's only going to be probably available because oh. of the expense or something like that. Like I mean, I think these like these three things are going to be so. I'm just going so with teleportation. Important. Teleportation, because if you get people teleporting into your house and stuff, well, you're going to flip out and you're going to take think, to the streets. With I think there's force. such scientific advancements. Like they're so like. I mean, like holiday. That's like the ultimate. I don't think thing. anybody's gonna riot for a I holodeck. Don't know. I mean, it's a holodeck. Okay, I think you can smile like, on your face. I don't, but, but you're asking a serious question. Because I, I mean, think honestly, it's still think just about an entertainment. It. Think, but think, option. I mean, like, I think holodecks just end society as we know it. Like, there's no reason once you go into a holodeck to ever come back out. Right, you wouldn't go out to riot. You just chill inside. But I mean, once people knew that existed, who wouldn't want it? You know, that's what it's like. People want. They just had a riot like a week or a week, two weeks ago about some freaking Nike shoes. All oh, right. Yeah. I mean, if well, we found riots have been too strong. Okay, uh, a group, a gathering of people just started fighting and throwing stuff at. All right, let's not count Oakland. Outside of Oakland, I don't think people <laughs> would be rioting over the. I don't know, man. If you, I mean, I would want a holodeck, and if I couldn't get one, I'd You'd go, riot? Are you kidding I'm me? I'm telling you, man. I want a holodeck. <laughs> wow. <laughs> That's such a privileged position. It's like, I don't have a holiday. That's like, that's like someone rioting because they really want a Lamborghini. <laughs> okay, well, can you think of any technology advancement that could, that could benefit humanity yet could cause hysteria? Uh, some something that like would solve food crisis. Yeah. Because then, like, whichever country discovered it would try and hold on to it or something. And people that yeah. needed it, if they're starving, they would go after it. Yeah. Also, curing cancer. I think you would have once. You, once so like a once there's pharma, something pharmaceutical once, war. Well, I mean, if if they find a cure for cancer, but it costs ten thousand dollars, 
You know, yeah. you're going to have, once you bring into um, keeping things that would save loved ones, you're going to have the people that love those people yeah. rioting. Especially, yeah, and, and and his wife is going to die in a week if she doesn't mm-hmm. get this or something. He's going to do whatever. He's going to rob the cancer place. Yeah. And also anything cancer that, place. you know, <laughs> cures the X gene. Steal the jar with that cure. Run away with it. <laughs> cures the X gene. Anything that stops mutants from living. You're going to have riots on that one. That's true. Uh, Justin made the comment of, don't cry over spilled milk. Why should I not cry over spilled milk? I just spilled my milk. I mean, granted, it's just milk, and it really isn't anything to cry over. But I bet this term isn't popular everywhere because there are some people that would cry over spilled spill water, let alone milk. And you notice the term isn't, don't cry over spilled chocolate milk, because everyone would cry over that. Sometimes you don't want us to comment so much as you Shut have up. a jack handy. Look, I do, all right? <laughs> deep thoughts. Uh, here's my other deep thought. Clouds or nature's Rorschach test? <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. They really uh, are. Yeah. Uh, oh, wait, hold on. So I have not read those comics. I just watched the movie. Um, what's up with... So it seemed like his mask kind of reflected the personality of the people he was looking at? Or how does well, that work? Well, it was just supposed to be a, like a mind... Thing like it's supposed to just oh freak like what do you out. see or no, I think it's just oh, supposed oh, to freak like, people out so you're not familiar with the Rorschach test in general no I'm sorry it's a, no. yeah it's a classic um I don't did they have that scene in the thing, movie where he's actually put through the Rorschach test yeah at one point that's where okay. they hold up the things and what do you see yeah right it's a classic psychological kind of test Inter- because uh, it's it's sort of like um it's sort of like the test where they say immediately I'm going to give you a set of words and as soon as I say the word tell me the first thing that comes to you you know it sort of taps into their subconscious for them so you know if a person sees um, a bunch of Rorschach images and he and all the things he um, what I mean like when you take your heads it just sounds like a really loud oh what if and and they see a bunch of depressing images then the then the psychologist can determine oh well they're they're in a very depressing depression a very depressed state right right now Right. It's just I think it's just a way to get to the inner psyche, right? Yeah. Um but yeah, I, did you did you like the movie? Josh? No, not really. It's very really? long for people, I think. It was it was okay. Like there was just so much of it that I didn't care for. Like hmm. in general it's one of those things like, okay, this is kind of interesting, but I I thought I remembered like people being really excited about it, so I went into it with super high expectations. Uh, yeah. I, I expected it to be like, okay, this is the best like comic book movie, and mm. it was just like, it wasn't anything like I thought. I honestly knew nothing about Watchmen. I didn't know anything, mm. so it was very different than what I thought. It was really interesting. I thought about it a lot afterwards, but I probably yeah. won't ever watch it again. The comic is incredibly good. If you, yeah, I, well, I guarantee somebody or multiple people you know have the graphic novel. Yeah. I recommend. That's something I would recommend taking on, like a cruise ship or something. Yeah, I've always said it. It just it's in a movie format. It's just too much to take in. Right. All yeah. The time. It's a slower burn in the comic, and each each it would basically it was twelve comics, so it's in this nice. It's very good in graphic novel format, and they each comic is sort of very separated from the last one, um, with like certain characters that it focuses on, and there's a lot of material in between as if like excerpts from like fake books and whatnot so you get you can get very involved in the world reading the comic whereas the okay. movie yeah it's it was a bit much for a movie yeah because a lot of stuff like I saw something and been like okay if I read it I bet I could understand what's going on there like it felt like there were a lot of small like easter eggs like that that I just didn't get yeah it would really make an incredibly good 
twelve part HBO miniseries. That's what they should have done. Um, Flight Control HD. You've played Flight Control on your iPhone. Yeah, that's right. Uh, Josh, I don't know if you've ever played Flight Control. No. I'm pretty sure it's on um, Android. I was thinking, well, he's got a Steam account. You can play it right there on that. Oh, I forgot it's on Steam. Yeah. I was thinking how hilarious it would be to be one of those plane to be one of the people on those planes. <laughs> uh, this is your captain speaking. We're approaching the airport now, and should be just about five minutes. Wait, what? We're being told to fly south now. No, wait, we're going to do a circle here for a few minutes. Yeah, we're okay. No, no, wait, we're going to start landing now. Crash. <laughs> Because <laughs> that's what you do. You know, you're getting too many planes. You just like start looping them in a circle. Yeah, you're like, like okay, you just fly in three circles. While but then I go. all of a sudden, a plane just comes out of the corner and just crashes into your. Like, oh, it oh, looks like well, uh, apparently our flight path is going to take us right into this plane. But I'm not going to veer off at all because oh, it's, it's what it's they tell us to do. I got to fly this way. Flight control says to go this way, right into that helicopter. Uh, what's the club where you have sex on a train? What? Uh, Mile High Club. Mile High Club is for the plane. Yeah, yeah. so what's uh, the... Uh, uh, Riding the rails? We call it Riding the rails? How fast do you mm-hmm. think trains are going? Uh, 30? 30? No, more than 40. 40. Are you kidding me? Depends on the kind of train. Trains are booking it, dude. It's a passenger train? Probably 60. Okay, that's mm-hmm. not very exciting. Did you say I rode a train on her? No, because that's no. a different connotation oh, wait, no. entirely. Yeah, yeah. I was on a train when I rode her. I don't know. <laughs> riding the rails. I'm thinking about the rails. I think the, the club motif really just goes oh, with yeah. the plane. Oh, that's it. You might be able to get some with the caboose. Uh, mm. but mm. I, mm-hmm. I actually like riding the rails. I did it. That's I did it in a caboose. On a caboose. No. What? No. Uh, that's, yeah. in, that's insinuating something else. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I don't want to be a part of that club anymore, Matt. <laughs> I was telling Justin. I was telling Justin something similar to this. This plan, but with a deer. If I was a hunter or outdoorsman, I would take a miniature pony when it dies and have it taxidermied. I would then have the taxidermist put rocking legs on its on its <laughs> legs and put a saddle on it and turn it into a real rocking horse. <laughs> and all of your friends would think you're insane. <laughs> Uh, uh, Josh, does the, the kids. <laughs> Josh, does the magazine give you any extra copies of PC Gamer to give out? If not, you should talk to them about giving you a few to leave on the plane whenever you go somewhere. <laughs> I actually do that all the time. Okay, good. Yeah, because in in our front reception area, because our company we work for Future US, which publishes basically most of the video game magazines, including like Mac Life and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I just grab one of everything, so I just want to see what everyone's doing in the company, and then I read and then I just leave them in the back seats of the planes as I go. Good. Good. Every now and then I leave them like just under my chair at the airport, but there's always those really awkward moments where like someone's like, oh, excuse me, sir, you, you forgot your magazines! And I, I don't want to be like, oh, I'm just leaving them there, because maybe they think I'm like littering or something, so I'm like, oh, thanks, yeah, great. <laughs> Alright. You should see, this is what you ought to do. You ought to you got to take a few copies of PC Game. You should sign them and then leave them there. <laughs> I've never been, like, noticed. I I've, I secretly really want that to happen. Right. Like, whenever I go to a newsstand, I still always look if PC Gamer is there. Mm-hmm. But no one's ever reading it. And people are always reading, like, you know, those ones with the pretty girls on the covers or whatever. Or, like, the financial <laughs> ones. Plus, if someone's reading the PC Gamer, you kind of want to go up and be like, Hey, what? you going to buy it? Yeah. <laughs> this isn't a library. <laughs> Come on, it's not that much. Josh, you gonna you yeah. I can't tell you how great it feels when somebody does that. 
Like, it happened once or twice at BlizzCon. For really? Me. And I was just like, really? Grant, you know, granted, it was because we had well, look, sh- podcast shirts People on. know what I look like, all right? This is, a, this is not a forget- face you forget, all right? When you post <laughs> this picture... I'm telling you about it. I see it in my nightmares. Oh, my Jesus. Uh, I'm, I'm just saying, you know, it, it's, it's something... I mean, like, even if you're wearing... I mean, like, they call you out, they and they yeah. talk about you and stuff. And they now, care enough to call you out, because a lot of people would see that shirt and be like, oh, yeah, I kind of, you know, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. but... It's just it's, and that's like I, I'm surprised people don't do that for you though. I'm just I'm just not very important, man. See, they, you guys should have you guys should have T-shirts or something like an actual. They like, got us handbags for one eight three. Well, you should get like a t- you should get something that you can wear or something something that. Okay, so like I oh mean, oh like a giant T-shirt with a picture of me on it. <laughs> This guy with like an arrow pointing up. Yeah. Well, well, at least, at I always least wanted a T-shirt with me like giving the thumbs up on it. Yeah. Well, I mean, at least just a T-shirt with like the PC Gamer logo on the on the. Yeah, on that's the, true. I have one with the the Wow official mag, but that didn't last very long, so that's not going to get me anything at this point. But uh, yeah, I don't know. That's a good idea. Yeah, Maybe. I mean, I don't. I, I always thought that's the best. It's the best form to be recognized and the best form for marketing. Yeah. Because it lets you know that they're out and about. And yeah, all of our stuff is just branded with Future US, mm-hmm. which, like, the industry knows, but people that read our magazines yeah, I mean, don't recognize that yeah, at all. Yeah, yeah. And our cool slogan, we're ahead of the game. All right, well, that's all I Get have. it? Because we cover games. Right. And sometimes we preview them because we see them ahead yeah, of Yeah, right. Time. Yes. Yeah. Yes. That it was, is, it's that kind of wit, people, that you can find in PC Gamer Magazine. Let <laughs> me... <laughs> uh, after this podcast, I'm going to tell you the first draft of our slogan <laughs> okay. that I'm not okay. allowed to say outside. All right. All right. Well, thanks for listening to episode 185 of Outlandish Podcast. Uh, if you'd like to do so, you can, uh, well, you can't even sign up for a form. So I keep on thinking, of, forgetting that we turned that off. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter at Outlandish Cash. You can follow me at Outlandish Matt. You can follow Justin at Outlandish Beach. You can follow Josh Augustine over here for PC Gamer Magazine at J Augustine. That's J A U G U S T I N E. Uh, you can also follow at PC Gamer or at PC underscore no, Gamer. No, you can't. Or <laughs> you can. That's but the, you'll just be confused like I yeah, was yeah. for about five months. That's the I'm UK still, team. Yeah. I'm still confused. Expect more U's in their posts. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I just know it's PC Gamer UK because my Twitter is uh, when I wake up in the morning and check Twitter, it's like Rock Paper Shot- Shotgun said something, PC underscore Gamer, yeah. Rock Paper Shotgun, PC underscore Gamer. Sometimes they're saying the same thing because yeah. some trailer came out. <laughs> Uh, if you'd like to, you can uh, like us on Facebook at www.facebook.com slash Outlandish Podcast. Does, does PC Gamer have anything to do with on Facebook? We do. Do you actually, have, a, you yeah, have like a Facebook.com slash PC Gamer? Uh, PC Gamer Magazine, because someone stole PC Gamer right. when they're registering like, those URLs or whatever. Did you guys like, like file for that know. or something? I have no idea how to do that. Yeah, we're PC Gamer Magazine. You should follow okay, us. Okay, follow them at PC Gamer Magazine. We just gave away a ton of stuff, too. Yeah, you're so. constantly giving away tons of stuff, right? Dude, it's how tons I cleaned off my desk. It was so good. <laughs> we had to move our desk, so and I just had a ton of stuff to give away. It's like, everyone was just throwing their stuff away, but I feel bad because to us, it's no big deal. It's just like t-shirts and stuff. We get this all the time, but I know like our fans would kill for some of this stuff. Yeah, no. So just, yeah. Nobody's killing for any of that stuff. Dude, I got like 100 messages for Wizard 101 codes. That's like... And they were willing to kill each other for it. They were. Uh, you can also send us an email at letters at outlandishpodcast.com. Uh, thanks for listening. 185. We'll catch you in 186. Bye.